This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, it is March 12th. It is a Thursday, and uh, Kathy, uh, a lot of news yesterday. What's going on? Yeah, so there was a lot going on, and uh, most of it uh, surrounding the coronavirus. President Donald Trump announced he is cutting off travel from Europe to the United States and moving to ease the economic cost of the viral pandemic that is roiling global financial markets and disrupting the daily lives of Americans. Trump made the announcement that he is suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for 30 days beginning uh, at midnight Friday during a rare Oval Office, Oval Office address to the nation. After days of playing down the threat, he blamed the European Union for not acting quickly enough to address the novel coronavirus and we have a clip of that, or do or do we not? I, no, I, I okay. Would, I, no, I, I wish we did. We do have a clip of it, but uh, of course things aren't working today. Okay, all right. There it is. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, in a bizarre, I cannot uh, exclamation. He said that. When I saw Trump stand up and yell "Rock, <laughs> Kathy," and I think you'll agree, yeah. the nation as a whole was dumbfounded. Yeah, yes. yeah. But, but, you know, but in a way, it brought us comfort. Yeah, I felt better. Yeah, because honestly, his joy yeah. meant that things were turning for I, the better. You know, I felt like I like rock and roll, too. <laughs> and I uh, felt, felt it good. Was, it all was right, not, it I, was I think it's working now. I think, right, I, I think all, all of our computers have been... We now rejoin our news in progress. <laughs> oh, my God, rock and roll. Yeah. President Trump. All right, yeah, here we go. Hey, hey! <laughs> now, here it is. The European Union failed to take the same precautions and restrict travel from China and other hotspots... As a result, a large number of new clusters in the United States were seeded by travelers from Europe. To keep new cases from entering our shores, we will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. The new rules will go into effect Friday at midnight. Uh, he also said that we made a life-saving move with early action on China, Trump said. Uh, now we must take the same action with Europe. Trump said the rest- restrictions won't apply to the United Kingdom and that there would be exemptions for Americans who have undergone appropriate screenings. So, so it was spelled out on uh, the Department of Homeland Security's site, and they said that the order suspends the entry of most foreign nationals who have been in certain European countries at any point during the 14 days prior to the, their scheduled arrival uh, to the United States, so that's uh, that's the uh, the ban as it stands right now. It also wouldn't apply to cargo. He said the United States would monitor the situation to determine if travel could be reopened earlier. After he spoke, the White House canceled a planned trip by the president to Nova- uh, to Nevada and Colorado this week out of an abundance of caution. And he did say, as specified, Kathy, that Toblerone bars will be airlifted in. So, <laughs> oh well, that's good. Yeah, we're good. And then he said, "Rock and roll one more rock time" roll at the time. end of the yeah. address. Yeah, and, and, yeah and so said, that- Simpsons eight o'clock <laughs> yeah. Sunday nights. <laughs> That's how he ended it. It was nice. Yeah. Actor Tom Hanks says that he and his wife, actress Rita Wilson, have been diagnosed with coronavirus. In a statement posted to Instagram, Hanks said that he and his wife were traveling to Australia when they were tested after exhibiting symptoms like tiredness, body aches, chills, and slight fevers. Well, now, what to do next? The medical officials have protocols that must be followed. We, Hanks, will be tested, observed, and isolated for as long as public health and safety requires. Not much more to do than one day at a time approach. No, he wrote. Hank's son, Chet, uh, did make a statement, and we have a clip of that. (laughs) That's weird. That actually is Tom Hanks. No, this is Chet. Yeah, it's true. My parents got coronavirus. Crazy. Um, They're both down in Australia right now because my dad was shooting a movie down there. But I just got off the phone with them. They both are fine. They're not even that sick. 
They're not worried about it. They're not tripping, but they're going through the necessary health precautions, okay. obviously. Is he the one that's a rapper? I don't know. Okay. There, I mean, he's got a few different sons, uh, and then uh, Colin is the one that I think we all know, but he's got one, I think, Steve, yeah, that is... it's Chet. It's Chet? Okay. That, that's the one that had a, a bit of a, a misstep and sort of an odd career for a little while. Oh, okay. really? Yep. So okay. the word is he's down there shooting this movie for... Uh, it's uh, an Elvis Presley movie. He's playing Colonel Tom Parker. Yes. Right, yep. Kathy, and so the the deal. But the, the uh, he's in good spirits. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Warner Brothers confirmed that the actor was in Australia doing pre production work on a film about the singer Elvis Presley. We are working closely with the appropriate Australian health agencies to identify and contact anyone who may have come into direct contact with the individual. Warner Brothers said in a statement, Hank said that he and his wife will keep the world posted and updated. Uh, and I saw that she had actually visited, I guess, a, a news station there. So then uh, the news station had to move forward with their emergency procedures because she had been there earlier. In the right, day. right, right. According to the World Health Organization, they, there are currently more than 120 confirmed cases of coronavirus in Australia. Health officials said Wednesday there are now 16 cases of coronavirus in Pennsylvania, including one in Philadelphia, and the state total in New Jersey has risen to 23. Meanwhile, in Delaware, a 50-year-old university professor is the first person in the state to test presumptive positive for the virus. Some of the patients are in isolation in the hospital, while many have been self-isolating at home. During a news conference on Wednesday afternoon, officials said a 35-year-old Lower Providence town police officer who lives in Perkyoman Township tested positive for coronavirus. Officials also gave an update on the CHOP doctor working at the, K- at the King of Prussia location uh, that had also tested positive for the COVID-19. In total, the physician cared for approximately two dozen patients directly and came into contact with 17 staff members. Staff and patient families who have become uh, who have seen symptoms have been advised to obtain testing from the Pennsylvania Department of Health, uh, the CHOP official said. For most people, the new coronavirus uh, caused is only mild or moderate symptoms such as fever and cough for some especially older adults and people with existing health problems it can cause more severe illness including pneumonia the vast majority of people recover from the new virus according to the world health organization people with mild illness recover in about two weeks while those with more severe illness may take three to six weeks to recover uh, and yesterday i actually listened to the majority of the press conference that happened in montgomery county yesterday uh, and and this woman uh, dr valerie arcus she's the chair for the montgomery county board Board of Commissioners, yeah. um, and she, listen, she spoke very seriously about it, and she had everything to, everything to say, but I took the one line that she said, uh, handshaking is done, hugs are over. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's a smart, smart move right now. Yeah, she basically was saying, look, just stop doing that. You can say hi, you can wave, but like, stop with the handshaking, stop with the hugging and touching, and uh, that's over for right now. The phrase I saw yesterday that kept popping up said, uh, don't panic, prepare. And that's a, that's a good way to approach things. So. Yeah. Mm. All right, let's do sports this morning. Ball sacks are yummy. Sixers beat the Detroit Pistons last night in South Philly. Joel Embiid had 30 points and 14 rebounds in his return from a sprained left shoulder, leading the Sixers to a 124-106 win. All-star guard Ben Simmons will miss at least three more weeks with nerve issues in his lower back. The NBA announced that it has suspended its season after the Utah Jazz player tested positive for the coronavirus. In a statement, the league said the NBA is suspending game play following the conclusion of scheduled uh, schedule of games until further notice. The NBA will use this hiatus to determine 
determine next steps for moving forward in regard to the coronavirus pandemic. The player is Rudy Gobert of the Jazz. The test results, uh, the NBA said, was reported shortly before the scheduled tip-off time for the Utah at Oklahoma City game on Wednesday night was was called off. Players were on the floor for warm-ups and tip-off was moments away when they were told to return to the locker rooms. About 30 minutes later, fans were told the game was postponed due to unforeseen, uh, unforeseen circumstances. Those circumstances were the league's worst-case scenario. For now, a player testing positive. Players uh, from teams the Jazz have, pl- have played within the last 10 days are being told to self-quarantine, sources told ESPN. Those teams are the Cleveland Cavaliers, New York Knicks, Boston Celtics, Detroit Pistons, and the Toronto Raptors. The NBA is expected to address next steps with teams when it conducts a call with the Board of Governors later today. And finally, the Flyers are on the road tonight with a game in Tampa Bay against the Lightning. The puck is scheduled to drop at 7 o'clock. And that is what I have for you this morning. Okay, thanks, Kathy. Obviously, it was a, uh, a big news day yesterday. We're going to have Dr. Mike Sirigliano on uh, in the 7 o'clock hour to kind of give us more of the information. Some things have changed. Obviously, there's uh, you just talked about the NBA and all that stuff and, 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 and certain events that are being canceled. So he'll kind of give us the uh, the context of everything, hopefully help put your mind at ease a little bit. And uh, we're going to proceed with business as usual. Otherwise, again, Preston out today in the spirit of making sure that viruses don't spread. Yeah, right. He has the regular flu. So uh, he is uh, going to take today as well and hopefully be in tomorrow. We are sending our correspondents down, <laughs> down to Florida. Kathy, Nick, and Marissa will be going down to cover uh, spring training in Clearwater. And yeah, you're just kind of waiting for things to get canceled on, on the heels of everything that kind of happened last night. It was like, a, well, we'll see like what an happens. avalanche of yeah. stuff that happened last night. They may let them sit in the cockpit <laughs> on this flight down. Because I, think, uh, I think they said we could fly Absolutely. Yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. We're, we'll be on the plane. We're, yeah. we're scheduled to fly. We're going to be in uh, Tampa later today and then in Clearwater tomorrow morning. Whether or not players show up or there's a game tomorrow uh, remains to be seen. I, I, right now, everything is proceeding as normal. But And, and that's really... The, it's a fluid situation. The, sort of the thing is... <laughs> is that is to proceed yeah. with your life and keep abreast of things that might change. And we're, there may be things that we're changing as well. This is an actual change because Preston got sick, so we've adapted. If we never see Kathy, Marissa, Nick again, so oh my God, no. it's nice working with you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's, uh, I did my uh, my it's rituals last thing. night. Did you? My yeah. meal med and right, my yeah. salt cave, and I did the whole thing. And we're all on, we're all helps. taking Tamiflu, are we not? As per <laughs> yeah, Dr. Mike, yeah, 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 yeah. As, as a preventative measure. So Tamiflu, emergency, all. Oh of yeah, it. the emer- mm-hmm. I have been overdosing on emergency. I don't know if that's going to help anything, but I'm still eating. And the by the way, I see a lot more people just being fastidious about, um, you know, uh, doing the. The, uh, the antibacterial uh, uh, gels and washing hands and so on and so forth. Keep that going, and hopefully everything will work out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just, you know, we, we're doing everything that we yes, can we do, are. right? Yeah, yeah. And we're going to try and keep everything as normal as we possibly can for you guys on a, on a Thursday morning. So we'll check back in with you guys in just a little bit. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, I hate Steven singer.com and our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
Uh, yeah, Steve, we forgot to do the uh, stupid question this morning. Uh, so uh, Nick has one. So uh, real quick, let me just say what we're going to win because we'll just have to take a uh, uh, caller off air. But uh, it's a $100 gift card from Fogo to Shone. Uh, you can explore more with a $40 four-course dinner from Fogo to Shone, including a select fire-roasted meals, uh, market table, Brazilian sides, even dessert. Try Fogo's four courses for $40, and you can do it in Center City and King of Prussia. Reservations at Fogo, spelled F-O-G-O dot com. All right, the stupid question, uh, Nick. It's a truly stupid question. All right. What's the capital of Djibouti? Oh. Uh, okay. All right. What is the capital of Djibouti? All right. 215-263-WMMR. Give okay. us a call. Let us know. All right, right. five two six three. Look, we're all chipping in here. It's <laughs> yes, a wonderful amalgamation of talents. Uh, all right, so we're going to do an enhanced best of again today. We're also going to talk about the news at hand, which is the coronavirus and the travel ban and all that stuff. As I said before, Doctor Mike at the seven o'clock hour. So to, we're going to uh, do something you might be able to use right now: uh, discussion on anger management. And head, really hair, smiley face. I've heard that a long time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, earlier in the entertainment report, we, we got started on, uh, or we began a conversation because uh, Alec Baldwin uh, has been uh, he, ordered. He pleaded guilty to, you know, harassment or whatever. Maybe if I, you've gotten a fight over a, uh, a parking spot and, and pushed a guy. And so he's been ordered to uh, attend uh, anger management classes. <clears throat> and so Casey uh, was wondering out loud if that indeed works or not. God damn, yeah! Uh, anger management, because your observation is that anger as an emotion is just something that's in you and you have very little control over when it rears its ugly head and so on. You just kind of see it as that way. Yeah, I mean, depending maybe, on the situation. And, and maybe going to, you know, once a week classes for two months. Right. Ain't going to cure this problem that you've had for a long, long time. Well, I'll tell you something. Alec Baldwin's been to anger management a couple times before. Yeah. But it's not like there have been other things that people go to AA and have to go back and you do that. You know, it's, it's, but you're, you're wondering because it's not like well, I'm going to stay away from bars and I'm going to work on myself and blah, 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 blah. It's something you're carrying with you constantly. Constantly. And you don't know when it's going to Rear its ugly head. Yep. You know, whether you're... Or rear it's Alec Baldwin head. <laughs> whether you're, I don't know, at a supermarket and somebody, you know, butts in line or, yeah. or is taking forever at the checkout counter or, you know, just something's not going your way or somebody cuts you off in traffic, you know, mm-hmm. like, perhaps we joke about uh, something that happened to me a couple of... Uh, not Christmases? This, yeah, not this... Uh, two Christmases ago yeah. where, I, I mean, I, I lost my crap on this woman and... You know, in in hindsight, oh, you know, I, I wish I would have reacted differently. Now, the woman did try to run me off the road. Yes, that's and not was cool. shooting at you, and, and she was not shooting at me. Um, I'll never forget it because he sent me a text. He goes, "I just screamed Merry Christmas, c word, oh out the window." <laughs> yeah, and it was like you know the week of Christmas, so. You were obviously really, really angry. Yeah, and I, uh, listen, I could have taken it further. I could have gotten out of my car and, you know, something well, along sure. those lines. And I didn't, but but still, even that reaction alone, I was like, mm, you're better than that. I, and as I brought up earlier, a friend of mine, actually a comedian friend of mine, yeah. uh, did anger management, and it has helped him immeasurably. Yeah. Okay. So in the same way that someone carries their alcoholism with them, mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, it, 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 that's the way he looks at it. And so he deals with it on a daily basis. But there are certain things, like you said, the serenity prayers, iterations of that, that bring him peace. Preston, you were very candid earlier. You went through a phase that I went through. I think about the time you were going through it, where I'm like, why am I, why am I getting all so that mad? I have and all that's so wonderful? Mm-hmm. And then it's a, it's a self-loathing loop, because then you feel like such an ass, because you have so much in life. And you're like, why am I being well, this way? Part of it was was me, and I and I had this moment of clarity. Uh, that what kind, would you call it if you were liking it to an '80s band? What would you call it? <laughs> an '80s? Uh, it was an uh-huh aha moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be honest. Yes, yeah. No, but oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I I I realize that as soon as that emotion starts to rear its head, I have to have the wherewithal and the the clarity to be able to say. Why are you getting mad right now? Yes. And are you getting mad for a good reason or not? And I started to do that, and I realized that I was getting mad a lot for not a legitimate reason. And and like I said earlier, I, a lot of it was my own fault, and I didn't realize it until I asked my, myself that question. Why are you really getting mad right now? Why is that? And a lot of times, like I said, it was because, uh, just to, to give a, a, an example, I would say to myself, well, you're just jealous that that person... Is uh, it, it has got it better than you or whatever? Now you're getting has mad. a handlebar mustache. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, and you came from. But but, I mean, so, but, but yeah. it was. It, I can't think of it as specific examples, but it, but it was enough to make me go, yeah. And getting mad is just a it's a waste of my energy. It's know? almost it's your ability to almost to make an editorial decision at the moment. Like the guy we you had the story in, earlier in the news of the of the um, the road rage incident. Mm. You know, and I, I think about this in life. Once you step over that precipice, that dumb decision to go to freak out, to yeah. go nuts, and I've had a number of them in my life that, that could have ended horrifically. And we've talked about this many times on the show, but if it helps people yeah. avoid those things, once you tip fully, you can't come back. Yeah. This guy got sh- shot, I, you know, but it was not his, we think it was not his fault in, in, the, in the road rage thing. He was shot by some lunatic. Yeah. Um, Even if guy, it was, he shouldn't have got shot. That, that guy yeah, made, yeah, a yeah, bad, right. made a bad call. Yeah. The hardest part about it is being able to stop and say, why are you getting mad? Yeah, and if right. you can get yourself to do that, you got a chance. See, I think, I think. I'm, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I, you know, that's what else. What else can you do but say, "Why am I getting mad?" Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to deal with control and not having control over something, right? And I'm not talking about a person. I'm just. And that was have, an '80s Janet Jackson song, wasn't it? Control, I'm in yeah. control. Yeah, um, I think all, most of our. Rage comes from '80s music. No, but not being able to not having control, not having control over a, a certain situation, right? Yeah. And again, we mentioned the, the serenity prayer, you know, except the things that cannot change, you know. And, and so that is just um, kind of releasing the fact that, like, okay, I, I can't control this. The only thing I can control right now is my reaction to whatever's going on right now. It's also a pressing, you know, giving yourself permission to feel. I find the most uh, horrific part of that whole thing is the beating yourself up for feeling that way. If you can give yourself permission that everyone goes through it now and then and they have that, sure. that anger, yeah. that helps bring it down. It's just everyone. It's almost, it's almost, and I, I realize that every time I do something like that, it's a very egocentric, narcissistic thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I must be the, uh, why me? There's even even a reminder that, that I try to tell myself, too, is 
okay, so the reason you're starting to get you're, you're tensing up, you're building, that's because you're releasing certain ho- hormones in yeah. your body that are that are making this happen. Yeah, and, and I try to say it's a chemical reaction. That's why you're getting so blah 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 blah, and you can try to tone it down and maybe breathe a little bit. It's a lot to think about. But I think about uh, the movie Inside Out and the anger uh, played by Lewis oh, Black yeah. and and the the fire shooting out of his head. You know that sort of that image goes through my mind. And Steve talking about you know thinking about yourself, the narcissistic feelings on it or whatever. What I try to remind myself of is the the impact that my anger will have on other people. Oh, that's and, a and horrible part of it, yeah. And, and and when you see their face, you know, and, and yeah. Preston, like we've joked around about like how you reacted with the, with the socks and your daughter, <laughs> but when you saw your daughter's face, you felt terrible about oh, yeah. it, you know. And it, like and I and I've yelled at my son and I've yelled at my girlfriend and things like that, and and I. I hate myself for that, but yeah. I I hate how it impacts them. But later on, you unchained her. Yeah. I mean, I let her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to some calls, people who have gone through anger management or are currently going through anger management. I'll go to Ryan, first of all. Hi, Ryan. Good morning. Sorry to bother you guys at work. That's all right, man. Damn you! What's up, buddy? Uh, yeah, I, I went through anger management about six years ago. Um, it, was a, it was a good gateway, but I had some, you know, deep inner anger issues that... Once I once I got angry, I was hard to control, like yeah. you said, and then it would lead to rage, which then you know, and, and it would come out on on people that it shouldn't shouldn't have come out on. Yeah, um, but it was a good it was a good gateway for me to get into other forms of um, recovery and types of uh, like domestic violence classes. I mean, I went through the the ringer, and if you want to learn from it and use what you the tools, it's a great thing, but. If you're going to continue to go around the same people and the same things that you were doing, obviously, every day somebody's going to make you angry, right? You know, it, it's how you react to that anger, how you control yourself. You can't control anybody else. So when somebody cuts me off, eh, not a big deal. Before, yeah. I used to get out at the intersection and we'd be throwing hands. Well, you, you, said, you said the word, tools. So when you, yeah. you know, you, you, you start to add more to your mental toolbox and you can hopefully pull those out and add to them. And you said, and you said it was a gateway. It opened you up to other forms of treatment and, and has your life been enhanced? Or how would you say you are these days? After six years of uh, on and off uh, classes, I'm a much better person now. Okay. Um, it's no, it's noticeable from family members, friends. You know, people notice a difference in me. I'm okay. Not, I'm not the same angry person I always used to be. Good. All right, Good. so my, my question is this, though. Um, when something happens that you're not expecting, like somebody cutting you off in traffic or, or whatever. Or you win the and, publisher's clearinghouse and, No, that's a good thing, oh, Steve. Right. Um, when something bad happens and, I mean, like, your immediate reaction, before you even have a chance to think about it, yeah. is, is rage and anger. How are you able to tap into that toolbox? You have to just stop yourself. It's it, it's an addiction, okay? And it's it, it's so quick to, to just, boom, go right to anger, where if you can just stop yourself for that one second, take a deep breath, think about what you're going to say or do is, is the whole, that's the whole key to what I've learned. Maybe it's one split second. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's in that uh, similar to substance abuse. When you start to get that urge, yes. you want to use something, you have to go, okay, there it is. Mm-hmm. I feel it now, and, and I need to use the tools that I've been given to uh, to uh, divert myself to something else. So I assume that's where it is. Exactly, and, and coming from forms of recovery, you know, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, there's there's many different forms. I believe that anger is is 
it, it's it's taught, it's learned. I learned at an early age from first grade that if somebody was to hit me, somebody punches me, I punch them back. And that's yeah. what my parents taught me. So after 30-some years of hitting people back, it's really hard to break the habit of going straight to anger and just taking a calm approach to the situation. Well, yeah. It's impressive that you've done it, Ryan. That's cool, man. Thanks for sharing the info. Thanks, we appreciate guys. it. All right, take care. Wow. Okay, so it sounds like he was really going Heavy duty, no. yeah. I want to go to Allison, who is in anger management therapy right now. Hi, Allison. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, guys? We are good. So how long have you been uh, being treated? How long have you been treated? Well, I'm not in anger management, but I'm in therapy for okay. it. Okay. And it's been about, it's been about three years. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, tell us a little bit about the experience. Well, they actually found I have a really great therapist, a really great psychiatrist, and they actually found that a lot of my anger was coming from past concussions. So Past concussions? Treated, yeah. So I had wow. to be treated for concussions and the concussion syndrome. And because of that, my anger has been a lot less. And I get to the point of dissociation and raging and throwing things and punching things you know it's wild uh allison because we were talking about aaron hernandez earlier yeah and there was significant medical evidence to suggest that the concussions in his life might have led him on his path yeah, now cte you, right yeah so you, you can't you know you homicide is homicide you know and, and obviously there's evil things that people do but they they his they said his brain was a mess when they uh they autopsied him wow yeah so it's been it's been a wild ride, but okay. I'm really thankful for my therapist and my psychiatrist and Good for you. how much they've helped me. I, so. didn't, I didn't think about that. Thank you, Allison. That <clears throat> physical issues might yeah cause be the be the root of your anger. I have yeah. no idea. Uh, let's go to a few other calls. So I'm going to go to Justin next. We're talking about anger management. Hi, uh, Justin. Good morning. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Good. What's up, buddy? So uh, you know, when I was a teenager, I'm 32 now. I got put in anger management by my parents. You know, their usual run around. They didn't want to deal with it. High school drama, but you know, it, it tends to get me more upset because they they want you to talk about things. And at that age, I don't think that you're intelligent enough to realize exactly what's going on with your anger and whatnot. So, do you, so you would know, you say would you say it exacerbated the issue? Yeah, big time. I mean, you would walk out of there and you'd be thinking about all the things that you just talked about that would already piss you off. You know? Yeah. Was this, in, was this in a group? Uh, no, it was not. It was uh, just one guy. You know, huh? sometimes my mom would come in with me and he would just ask me, you know, what 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 gets you upset? What does this? How do you feel about this? And it was just like he was pressing every button, you know, to get me to be upset. It was almost like uh, counterproductive. Well, it sounds like you were seeing the wrong therapist. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, I don't think age necessarily has to do with whether or not uh, therapy is going to be successful. You yeah, know? and, you know, over throughout my 20s, I went through a lot of different things. And, you know, I recently have gone to a therapy, to the therapy, and, uh, you know, they told me basically I have PTSD, you know, from having so many things go on in life and just tucking them in the back and forgetting about them <laughs> and trying not to you know, move on from it or grow from it. You know, I had a, one of my best friends, you know, he got shot in the back of the head while I was oh shaking my God. his hand. All right. While you were you shaking know, his hand? Yeah, I was walking up to him to give him a handshake, and somebody walked up behind him, and, you know, that oh was God. it. We we, we were you, you you heard us chuckling a little bit and it wasn't your thing it was that they, there's there's a scene in um, Central Intelligence Central Intelligence mm-hmm. where, where yeah. the Rock explains how he deals with it yeah just balls it up and pushes it down and shoves it inside yeah. and, and yeah. it's yeah. it's sort of the same thing yeah. and yeah you I mean you can't do that and what happens is eventually you're going to explode 
Yeah. yeah. So how are you now? So I'm 32 now. I think uh, I think now I'm in a much better place just due to two things, you know, intelligence and experience. I mm. think one thing that helps with anger is, you know, if you do have an outburst and you go to jail, you know, you get in trouble. Yes. Yeah, consequences for your actions. For for exactly. some people, for some reason, it doesn't work for others. But yeah. but yeah, and that's it, it, where I think the intelligence comes in because you know if you're not smart enough to realize like, oh crap, I'm going to end up in jail. I'm not right. going to get to see my kids. I'm not. I'm going to lose my job. If you can't evaluate those things, then maybe you need to be put somewhere else. You know, All because right. that that's the type of people I think that are out here. You know, causing crimes that that can't control themselves because it's. They're not smart enough, or maybe they haven't received that help. And then according, according to Casey, you could end up on the street as a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Justin. We appreciate it. I'm glad you're doing better. I had somebody suggest uh, that I needed anger management, like in a serious comment, and I'm not kidding you. My response was, are you having kidding me? <laughs> like, I literally freaked out, and I had to, like, stop myself. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, that wasn't the response you should have had. I think, like, an organic, you know, as, as I arrived at the, the, conclusion, the, the conclusion, and then I also had had the... Um, the concept of the watcher, which I told you guys, you know, me watching myself, you yeah. know, but to, like always having a friend with me that is basically me saying, is this you? Yeah. Is this is this the person you are? Uh, Steve, there was an old Martin Short character and I forgot his name, but it would always be like, I'm not being defensive. You're being defensive. <laughs> yeah. Always yes. sweaty with the cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like 60 minutes. And, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy, yeah. right? I'm, it's him, right? Is it, is it him, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people can get angry over, you know, a zillion things. For yeah. me, I think uh, it's like people. People that... That give you dream catchers as gifts. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That no. is the worst gift you could give someone, okay? but, but What so, is this book on Zen? No, there's actually a Philadelphia writer, and I wish I could remember her name, but um, she, or who wrote it, but she said, she wrote an article one time on um, people that make you angry, and, yeah. and basically her main point of the article was, don't let someone else determine your mood for the day. And yeah. I swear to God, yeah. I think that... Every day. That's the that's the 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 traffic when when on, in my car. Mm-hmm. That's what did it for me. The one day is, is somebody really did a, a dick maneuver on the road, and I carried it with me for hours in the rest of the day. And I'm like, wait a minute, this person who I will never meet again for the rest of my life has ruined my day. And they are, and I've carried it around, and yes. they're off probably having a nice lunch, and right? Yeah. Right. And you're the one yeah. who's carrying all this luggage for nothing, and I, it'll change nothing. Yeah. It's a waste. Yeah. So that's why I always go back. Like if someone is making me angry, I always think that, and I'm like, you know what? Just because that person's you know, being a jerk or they're not having a good day, mm-hmm. it's not going to make my day bad. Now, I will admit that I have had a couple of moments post my aha moment, <laughs> which was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, but, but it wasn't me getting mad at someone else or anything like that. They, look, as soon as I played the song, the aha video came up on our monitors here in the studio. Um, but like, so I'm, I'm making burgers for dinner and I pick up, one of the hamburgers, which had been, it, I was using a frozen yeah. burger patty, and it, it had thawed out, and I pick it up, and it broke in half, and half of it <laughs> fell on the floor. Uh, and uh, I, I started mother effing all over the place. <laughs> and and even, and even I did a reality check. Why are you mad right now? And I go, 
That's a pretty good reason to be mad. <laughs> yes. But that, because it was my fault that yes. I could be mad at me for yeah. Own it. Yeah. You own yeah. it. Yeah. Give yourself permission <laughs> to be upset. You were looking forward to that hamburger. Uh, you didn't want half a hamburger. Exactly. Listen, there's validity to all of your emotions. And that's, you know, another thing that uh, Inside Out kind of teaches you is that, listen, you, you wouldn't have that anger emotion if you weren't supposed to have it, right? But it's it's how you act on it. So, yeah, when you, when a half of your... Your burger that you that you worked so hard on and it looked so delicious fell on the ground. Yeah. Yes, be upset, but don't kick the dog over it. Right, exactly. Not when you yeah. have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to turn your anger on to someone else. They go Redirecting for it. it. Let me go to, uh, I'm curious as, uh, to this call. Mr. S, it says on mm. my screener. Hi, you're on the air, sir. Hey, top of the morning to you, fellas. How you doing? Same to you. Doing well. What's up, buddy? Well, look, I wanted to call. I did this anger management thing when I was uh, back when I was 10. And then I had to do it again when I was an adult. I think the bottom line is that they ask you to, desire, to, to deny all your primal, you know, your primal urges. We're all basically cavemen in, in 2019. Um, and I think that's the most difficult thing. I think one of, the older, uh, one of the other callers, one of you guys said that they ask you to smash all this down and it's no good. Yeah. Um, to this day, I still get the crazy thoughts. But I don't go around whacking people in the head with the baseball bat anymore. Oh, yeah. Anymore. You have a anymore. anymore. That's the bottom line. I think about it. Uh, you know, I get upset because, let's admit it, there's a lot of stupid people. Um, and it's going to happen. So, But, you know, I think Kathy said I'm not going to let him ruin my day. So I think about it. I have some maybe some hostile fantasies. Um, and, uh, you know, enjoy that for a few minutes. And then, then I go about my business. But I'm not going to deny all my, my primal urges. Mr. Just, S, okay. do you currently have someone uh, locked in your basement? Uh, well, that's why I'm Mr. S. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. no nobody's, nobody's asking you to deny your primal urges. No, no. It's to have self-control. Control. 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 Well, see, that's yeah. the thing, the, the acting out on. That's what, that's what ruins our day. So yes. We can have the thoughts um, because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But when you start denying the fact that we can have the thoughts and, and those feelings... Um, that's when the, the explosive stuff really starts. Okay, so so there's to, to that point, if you've ever seen the science fiction movie Forbidden Planet, there's a, a race of yeah. so they go to the planet. The planets, you know, they, there was a, a civilization that was wiped out, and so there was a the creature were called the 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 the, uh, the, the Krell, and they um they they own the planet, and then they they set up this device that could so you could if you wanted to to move a, a like a like a heavy weight somewhere to another place you could just imagine and the power these generators they they created would do that and, and so you could materialize anything you needed or all that stuff what they forgot though is that we all have those primal things oh, so when they activated right, right, right. the machine in one day the entire population let loose all of their inner demons and what they think about from moment to moment. I'd like to kill this guy and oh. wiped out the entire species. Wow. Right? And so, uh, you know, and we, so, yes, we all have those. It's keeping it in check. Right. By the way, and I, I wanted to go back to Mr. Smith or Mr. S. Yeah, uh, too. The last part of it said he still keeps a baseball bat with him. Yeah. It said on our phone screener. <laughs> so he's I know, still here's listening. The thing. I, I get angry at people, but... I don't have the thoughts to beat them over the head with a baseball bat. Yeah, they might make some deeper seated things. Listen, he went to he went to therapy when he was ten years old. Yeah, so he may have had some. And then he yeah. was in the major leagues for a while. Yeah. He may have had some bad things happen. Mister S, if you could do me a favor and just send me an email, let me know where you live and the things that you like to do, the places you go, so I can make <laughs> yeah. sure I don't go there anymore. Just uh, on the off chance. Let me go to, let's see, we have a number. Then The reason we got started on this conversation was Alec Baldwin is, is going to anger management. It's court ordered. And uh, Casey was curious if that actually works. And uh, I'd have a hard 
time seeing like just a handful of weeks really changing your life. You never know. For some people, it might do that. I think it's it's a way you adopt the way you adopt something like AA. You know, at least that's what my friend who went through it described it as. It's it's you're not just I'm cured. It, it gives you a skill set that you carry with you as you deal with life. And he's he found it very productive. Uh, I will go next to Ethan. Hi, Ethan. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. How's everything? Good. What's up, Ethan? Uh, well, so I just wanted to say that I I feel like I used to have uh, you know problems controlling my emotions, especially when it came to dealing with other people. Yeah. But it's like you guys were saying, it's like like why am I going to let somebody else control my life, control my emotions when I'm never going to meet them when they're not important in my life? So I've come to the realization that. If anybody is gonna piss me off, I feel like I'm only gonna let it be family. They're, 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 it's family's opinion who's the only one who, who really matters. You Your know? point is, it's easier to beat them up because they're right in the house. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you know, you know the phrase that I've heard, uh, Ethan, and and people say it, and I think it's a very valid phrase: is you're letting this person rent space in your brain. Ooh, I like that. You're letting exactly. this person, you know, and and why? Why are you doing that? Exactly. It makes no difference. And I'm never going to I'm never going to interact with, you know, with strangers like I and I don't even like coworkers, even if they piss me off. They don't really piss me off. Right? It's just frustrating and it'll pass in like five minutes because that's the kind of guy I am. I don't care about what. Yeah. Anybody says. And, and also, if you see it as an as a, as a sort of egotistical thing, as, you know, a self-involved thing, that this is that you raise it to this level of anger. But Ethan, were you in anger management? I I, I was. Never in it, but I was close to going. But then when I kind of had that epiphany, I was just like, you know, let me let me just take a step back myself. Okay. And then I never really needed to okay. to go. Like, yeah. Can like, you do that online? An online <laughs> Angla- <laughs> online management <laughs> class? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate right. it. Nick, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Nick? I see a lot of the calls. I heard a lot of the calls that were coming in. We're talking about um, how you can kind of control it by yourself but a lot of that is actually physical and i wanted to talk about my experiences with that all right so yeah please real real quick though have you been through anger management or therapy yes i'm currently doing both okay all right uh go ahead so for me um and for a lot of people i want to say it's physical meaning for me i actually suffer from bipolar disorder um which oftentimes you can have a lot of outbursts of anger and things like that when it's uncontrolled um, what people I don't think realize is that's a very physical, physical illness. Um, and what happens is you'll have these moments or these time periods. It could last a day, it could be a few hours, it could be, um, it varies. But you'll have these moments where you're in really, really high highs. You're really manic. You feel really good. Nothing can knock you down. And then after a few days, your serotonin levels drop dramatically up to about 40%. So you get into a deep, dark lull, and uh, you get really anxious, really depressed, and a lot of times that anxiety can turn into anger. You just kind of hold it all in. You get really, your heart rate starts to speed up, and uh, you don't really have that ability to think before you do things. That's why medicine can be very, uh, very important for those right. for those types yeah. of illnesses. All right. So, so and you've you've had good luck. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. no, I wouldn't say luck, though. It's been a lot of a lot of practice since I was a kid. All right. Um, a lot of therapy, a lot of medicine. And you're in a good, you would say you're in a good place now? For sure. All right. Um, excellent. Absolutely. All right. Can I ask what type, what type of medicine did you take? 
Um, I think medicine, actually, it's been it's been a long road ever since I was a kid. So I've probably been on, uh, I actually had to take account of this the other day. I think I've been on about 16 different medicines since I was 12 years old. I'm now 27. Any Imodium? Um, <laughs> Imodium sometimes. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. For the side effects, yeah. <laughs> no, I would imagine that there's a lot of trial and error in, yeah. in mm-hmm. finding the proper and medication. You also have to watch out. You don't want to be, a, you know, like a, a, a drugged up zombie, yep. you know, and that can happen exactly. as well. Right, yeah, thank- when I was a kid, that was a big problem. They kind of just throw everything at you and see yes. what sticks. You got to take ownership of it. Yep. Well, glad you're exactly. doing better, Nick. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Sorry to bubble in my throat. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't even notice. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like pudding. I found uh, the most angry I got this this past year, and you know, and it goes back to the. The control issue. Yes. And I mean, embarrassed, but I got really mad watching Eagles games. And it's because I, I literally have zero control over anything that happens in the game. And so you when that out. No, I, it's not yeah. that I figured it out. But when when, you know, calls by the referees yeah. are either made or not made that I feel like they should have been. Right. You know, like I was getting really, really mad. And I'm able to meter my reactions when I'm around my children or just yeah. children in general. But like when, you know, I'm in a crowd, you know, <laughs> I, I you know, I kind of I, I lost my stuff. And um, the other point I was going to make, you know, with, with uh, control is also like when a play happens on the field. And let's say, you know, a receiver's going out to catch a pass and our defender's right there. And I can, I'm like, turn around. T- just turn around. You can turn around. You'll be able to block the ball. And he, and he doesn't. And it's because I have zero control over that, that but that's situation. Also just, that's also just standard enthusiasm for you're, you're, you're swept up in it. You're, you're not, I don't think you're, you're driven to rage, right? You wouldn't say that. Oh, no, you should have heard me at the Texans game. There, okay. was, a, there was legit rage going okay. on. Okay. Yeah, right. I imagine yeah. that part of that, though, is because... Game day starts off as the world is your oyster. Oyster opportunity. Mm-hmm. How happy am I? And excited. We're yeah. going to win today. Yeah, this is going to be freaking awesome. And it doesn't go that way. Mm-hmm. And that is the trigger yeah. that 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 goes from how excited and, and happy you are to how disappointed. And it's, it's a, a wide base. mood swing. Yeah. yeah, and us as a fan base have no control over anything. You know, yeah. the only people that have. Any control whatsoever, the people that are actually on the field. You have control over your anger, though. Yeah. I mean, and like, and I don't mean this in a, in a mean way, Casey, but that, it's insane. You know, that's a terrible way to look at sports. You, you should get enjoyment out of it, not anger and frustration. I, I'm, I, I've been there, but, like, that, that's an – you have to evolve away from the anger because it just – it destroys – like, you, getting that frustrated and angry at a football game is yeah. – a waste. I'm going to go to John on the phone lines. He's probably been pissed off. He's probably because he's been on hold for 25 minutes. So. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi, how you doing? Good. So you went through anger management? Yeah, about uh, 14 years ago, I went through uh, kind of a nasty divorce. Ex-wife accused me of everything under the sun and everything they, everything she accused, they uh, kind of went with and just ordered me into some other program. Okay. But. As far as the anger management goes, it was um, it was interesting because you got to see perspectives from other people, yeah, and and other people's perspectives of themselves, and like it was funny because like some people have no insight into themselves. Oh yeah, and we're there saying like I don't need anger management, and but they're saying it where they're screaming and cursing and yeah, then they're like Kathy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
they're telling stories of um, slapping coffee out of somebody's hand because he made the last cup and didn't make another pot. Right, right. and they feel justified in that. Exactly, and so like, I just came time, back from complaining about the coffee pot. You did, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't slap coffee out of someone's hands, or I just pissed in the carafe. <laughs> At the time, I, I mean, I was kind of going through a lot, and I, so I was tending to be a little more angry. But then, as I started to see what other people were going through, it it kind of eased that amount that like I didn't feel like I'm the only person going through this. And that's why those groups, you know, your people fight tooth and nail. My brother, you know, he, he you know, when he finally ended up in AA and, and sat around with a group of people experiencing the same thing and you realize there's a there's a collective experience that's going on, it helps put it in perspective. Part of the anger and angst and all that stuff is predicated on you feeling alone. I'm the only person going through this. And when you hear similar stories, you can start to open up and hopefully, uh, you know, tap into it. How are you doing now? Are you doing well, do you think? Yeah, I, um, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, you tend to lose it from time to time. Yes, everyone I, does. I commute, so um, I drive for like an hour and a half work. And that's, it's funny because that's like my time to get it out. While I'm in the car, I'll scream and yell and get it all out. And then when I get to where I'm going, I'm good. <laughs> well, if I may suggest something, this might help you. Volvo has autonomous level three driving. <laughs> Keystone, no, 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 and uh, a radio. <laughs> so listen, no, yeah, it's, honestly, I, I, I can imagine how many tirades occur every morning during the commute. Thank Christ, we are hours ahead of it. It's oh my god, yeah. when, when we're on vacation and you actually do drive around in morning rush hour, you realize the misery yeah. people are going through, and our hearts go out to you every day. Yeah, thanks, Sean. I appreciate it. There's a line from uh, Synchronicity too from the place that says "packed like lemmings into shiny metal boxes." <laughs> yes, That's yeah. People sitting in traffic right mm-hmm. there, so it can be hard, difficult to hang on. All right, well, listen, we need to take a break. Thanks for your phones. We appreciate it. I got some bizarre file stories I cannot wait to share with you. So we will get to those when we get back. Stay with us. Friday, the Preston and Steve Show broadcast live from Philly Spring Training. Not so much X's and O's or pitching rotations. It's the gang celebrating the promise of spring and baseball. Things like Preston becoming a beer man or how Casey Boy got batting practice tips from Uncle Charlie. For MMR fans flocking south to Clearwater, meet up with the show after their broadcast at Frenchie's Tiki Pavilion in Left Field before the Bills take on Detroit. Tickets and info at phillies.com. Can't make it to Florida? Hit up WMMR.com and enter to attend the home opener and a hearse prize pack. Preston and Steve, live from Philly's Spring Training. Sponsored by HERS, the ace snack of your pantry. And 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We are, as we said before, doing an enhanced best up, but it's important to talk about uh, stuff that's in the news, especially the coronavirus. A lot of people, most everybody talking about that. And we figured it would behoove us to go right to our main medical man. Uh, he is, of course, you know him from Fox 29 and from Penn Medicine. And he is the doctor of every stinking one of us, the great Dr. Mike Sergliano. Hey! Mike, how are you? I'm fine, Steve. And, uh, you know, I say it a lot, but in these kinds of times, I really do love you guys. Oh. I love you. I really do. I we love, love you too because I was watching you last night. You you were pulling a long shift. You were the uh, you were sitting there in your your medical gear on uh, Fox twenty nine, and you were they even gave you your own little separate satellite desk to sit behind. That was pretty cool. 
Well, yeah, I even have my own tape dispenser. How do you like that? <laughs> it's, it, it just Move doesn't on. get it. Man, they really appreciate you over there. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> you're getting. You're even getting office supplies. It's awesome. Yeah. So. Hey, oh, no, Dr. Mike, I just wanted to ask you, so, you know, the, the travel ban in place from, from Europe and, uh, you know, now with the NBA word coming out that they've suspended their season for right now. Um, I, I, a friend of mine works for um, CHOP, and she was talking a little bit about um, them and, and, and some of the restrictions that's being put on them. Is Penn Medicine uh, talking to you guys about travel and, and what might happen for you guys? Oh, oh, absolutely. And, and, and the fact is, uh, they really uh, don't want any of our staff to travel, uh, especially abroad, uh, for the very reason that we saw with the, uh, the cardiologists. I mean, that, that was uh, the thing with the, the pediatric cardiologist was that uh, that was not community spread. Now, there's these terms that everybody's talking about now. Community spread is where someone local gives it to another local person. Uh, my understanding from published information is that he had traveled. So that that's really not community spread. What is community spread would be, uh, you know, someone that that gets it from from say you. And and so we just want to really get a handle on this now, uh, because now is the critical time to do what we call social distancing, and and we need to really adhere to that. And that's why you're seeing such breaking news overnight: the NBA suspending its season concerts being canceled and we don't want people getting together in large crowds because this virus can be very contagious uh and we 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 just need to get a handle on it now so we don't have a situation like we see in italy so obviously the the president um gave his uh, um address last night talked about the european travel ban uh, and and as he said they the uh, uh travelers from those areas had seeded uh you know the the virus uh, in many cases here uh, we are we're still, you know, um, we're, we're relative to the right. Like Italy got got really walloped. Uh, some of the numbers here, Italy has 10,000 infected, Iran 8,000, South Korea 7,000, about 8,000 8, now. But that said, so in at this current point, Mike, it, it is some people are saying, you know, uh, oh, is this an overreaction? Is this an underreaction? It seems to me a, a wise idea, as you said, to be very. Uh, cautious about going out into large groups. It would be normally a a good idea during any flu season that was particularly active, correct? Yes. And and let's clear up a couple things, Steve, because, again, as I think I said before, it's not time to panic. It's time to plan. Yes. And, And I've said many times, and I said this last night, I don't fear this virus. I respect it. Yeah. We, there's a lot of things, Steve, about this coronavirus that we don't know about. Uh, there, there was a case. There, there were 14 skiers that went to the Alps, and and what what's what's unusual is that the 80 year old of the group did the best. It was the 40 year olds that ended up in the uh, in the hospital, wow. and so uh, there's a lot of differences and and uh things about this coronavirus this novel coronavirus that we don't just know about and so there's no need for panic uh we we have no choice we have to deal with it Mm -hmm. and we deal with it in a solidified comprehensive and orderly plan that that's the best uh, advice i can give you i'm telling you 
Steve, in my office, and, and I was wearing scrubs last night, we're, we've gotten rid of the ties. My <laughs> staff has orders not to wear clothes. We're wearing scrubs. We, we turn them in at the end of the night. We put our regular clothes on. We go uh, go go about our ways. Uh, uh, we, we are fully prepared to follow guidelines in terms of if someone comes in with uh, an illness yeah. that is suspicious, we, we, we're handling it. You're, and, you're, you're taking your steps, and, and as everyone should, as was advised, you know, um, to do, to be aware of that. I wonder, uh, um, Mike, uh, in this whole thing, it seems to me a lot of people were not aware, um, and I think they've sort of been bludgeoned by this information about how, in years past, how many people die from the regular flu. And I think if people who are aware of that see this, and certainly it's, it's, it's sobering to know that we have this new player in the, in the disease uh, field here. But uh, do you find that, that people were sort of uh, ignorant to the effects? Because I know you've always been a prophet of getting your flu shot, and you would talk about it, but I don't know if it ever registered with a lot of people how, um, uh, how serious it is every year. Well, the the flu in itself can be extremely dangerous, and people die from the flu in the thirty thousand numbers. Yeah. Uh, this, however, is is a little different in that it's a new virus. Let, let's just go back and explain when when a virus mutates, and this all started. I think we talked about this, Steve. From 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 uh, we think a pagolin, an anteater, you know, someone thought it was a delicacy, nice to eat, the virus mutated, and then it mutated to the point where it could be spread from human to human. And that led to what we are now seeing, a widespread, and and the reason it's going throughout the world is that no one has immunity. The difference between the flu and this virus is that many people get the flu shot, many people have had the flu, and over time we have some immunity. This is a brand new animal that no one, unless you've had the coronavirus, uh, has immunity. And that's why it spreads quickly. And that's why we are taking it very seriously. Not to panic, but we need to deal with it. So you say that. Don't panic, but plan. But how, I mean, what what would your advice be? Or what would you say to I mean, everybody that's listening? Um, because the, with canceling everything i mean they're canceling parades this is an outside event they're the, the <laughs> season the nba season is suspended like that's nuts w- how can you not panic how can you tell the public don't panic when everyone's canceling everything and they're telling you don't go outside stay inside what let me ask you this kathy what is panic going to accomplish no I, I get Nothing. it i get it but so, you have to understand why so people I'm, are panicking when they're hearing don't do anything I, right. I think you get, and right. you're, and you're so, not you're not being told not to do anything. You're 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 you're, you're uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but you're being told to obviously large large gatherings and things at least right now. But to conduct your life and to, and do it with more caution and pre- and prevention than you might otherwise. Is is that a an accurate statement? So this is what we can do, and I think the serenity prayer comes to mind. <laughs> you know, there are things we cannot change, and there are things that we can change. So number one, and and you heard uh, President Trump last night talk about visiting nursing homes. I think they should not let anyone, this is my advice, having had a mother in a nursing home for a bunch of years, no one should go because they are the most vulnerable population. They cannot 
do it. And it so you, you cannot have someone going uh, into uh, a nursing home just to say hi, because it, it, the problem with this virus is that you can have it for a while and not know about it. And so that's that's the issue. All right. that, that, and then you can spread it and, and the most vulnerable people. So, Kathy, yes. to answer your question, instead of panicking, one, you make sure that you have good hygiene. You wash your hands. I have instructed everyone not to, in my office, nobody touches anybody. Uh, we either do the foot kick thing. like yeah, yeah. China, <laughs> I love or, that. Or my favorite, <laughs> I love you. You know, like, like I love you, Kathy. Yeah. You know, and he's, I love you. No touching. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I, listen, I think that should be like 365 days a year. No touching. <laughs> right. Kathy, well, Kathy's, that. Kathy's practiced that since she was three. <laughs> right. uh, so so that, that, that works out right. well. You do that. You do that. And then the other thing is you limit your exposure by not going to large crowds. Now, is this inconvenient? Yes. Does it disrupt our lives? Our lives are going to be disrupted for a period of time. We will get through this, but. This is not something that it's not going to just be the same old routine. There's going to be inconvenience. And for the people out there who think it's all hype or a conspiracy or it's all a joke, watch the news in Italy and, Mm -hmm. and you'll see what's happening. All right. I mean, this is something that has to be dealt with seriously and we need to take care of it and deal with it now so a couple of questions that are popping up on uh the uh call screener here uh mike uh the uh and one thing that i know that you would suggest is so you you think you you have something you've come down with some symptoms uh the first thing you would want to do would be to call your doctor instead of going immediately down to the doctor's office or going to the hospital correct Right. So we have a protocol and and it's followed through. Uh, at, at number one, if you have symptoms, you call us. And I think you're going to see more and more telemedicine as time goes on. Instead of coming to the office, you're going to uh, either get on Skype or yeah. you're going to call us and, and, and then I will be there and we will deal with, you know, what's going on over the computer rather than coming in. Now, the few cases and, and I'm going to point out one. Uh, and he gave me permission, was Preston. Yeah. You know, so Preston called. He had a few squirrely symptoms in this area of time. And I brought him in. We followed the protocol. Turns out he had influenza, influenza B. Thank God. And doing fine. But we followed the protocol. And I had my little outfit on. I wasn't wearing a tie. I had scrubs. I had the mask. You look good, by the way. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. I, I always wanted to do uh, <laughs> pretend to be Mr. Dr. McSteen, but uh, I'm more like Dr. Dr. Nightmare. But anyway, uh, the, the, the bottom line is that, that uh, 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 this is how it's going to play out. Right. I also had two patients that had contact, just like with the NBA, all right? They had contact with a positive corona case, and they have been self-quarantined at home for 14 days. And so they didn't come in, they didn't expose anybody, and we are watching them. If they develop shortness of breath or fever or any of those symptoms, especially shortness of breath, folks, that's the time they need to call us. And then we get them into one of our areas where there's a negative pressure room, and we test them, we contact the CDC, and then we go from there. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Nick Smart. All right. So, uh, Dr. Mike, I'd like to talk a little bit and ask you about um, large public gatherings, uh, uh, especially NBA sports concerts, things like that. Uh, I've just been given information that there was a country concert uh, that was scheduled to happen in the Wells Fargo Center tonight. That's going to be postponed. Uh, This is in response to the NBA's announcement last night. 
Uh, so the Wells Fargo Center itself is going to be closed for today. Uh, this is um, just, uh, I, I literally just handed this information about 10 minutes ago. Um, so, uh, so much of this stuff is uh, information that's really fluid. We're learning stuff minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day. Um, so when it comes to going to concerts, when it comes to going to sporting events, I, there's going to be this this overreaction, in, I think, and then a, a, a normalcy that evolves after that. What, what are your thoughts about people going to see concerts, going to see sporting events? What about movies as well? Or movies, yeah, any, any large public gathering. Well, uh, here's, if, you, if you look at the numbers and, 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 and hear experts in public health, they, they, they talk about 5,000 people. That, that, I think it's kind of ridiculous because, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, yeah. all it takes is one. Right now, I happen to support this. What we're doing right now, it's not an overreaction. Look at the news coming out of Italy. All right. What we have to do is not be scared, not be frightened, but we have to take this seriously. And again, it's that phrase social distancing right now. We don't want lots of people getting together in Italy. They have banned all businesses. So. In, in full transparency, I think our lives are going to be inconvenienced and going to be affected by this in the coming months. The stock market will go down and then it will come back up. This is something that we have not seen in probably the last hundred years, folks. And so uh, I'm not panicked. I am just being aware and we are being prepared. So. You take care of your hygiene. I think you're going to see more things close. I think you might see schools closing. Uh, this is it. This is where we're at right now. Not yeah. to panic. Deal with it. All right. So we've uh, we've heard about uh, people with uh, compromised immune systems, uh, older people. Now, we also know somebody who just had a baby. And uh, I know somebody who's uh, about to have a baby within the next week or so. What are your, what are your thoughts on... Um, because everybody wants to hold babies and, oh, and, and go. right down the hall of somebody that works here. Um, yeah. her brother-in-law had a baby and they were told not to come to the hospital. Wait, to see the baby, to see the baby. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, this is such breaking news and mm-hmm. a new thing. It's a novel coronavirus. Remember, we've never seen this before. Uh, and so uh, I think it's prudent if, if Kathy, let's yeah. say you and I just had a baby. All right. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the bottom line. We've is been talking about I, this for years. Let's really get yeah, on the touch. Yeah. It. It's it's mostly that. been over the over the blouse stuff right, right now. Right. <laughs> I I would in in an in a in, uh, in a it, to to be cautious. All right, and, and and to make sure that we're 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 being cautious, I would probably not want many visitors to come see. Just like in the nursing homes, uh, the child will be okay, and you will get to see the child. You can take pictures and all of that. Okay, there will be disruptions in our lives, but but that's okay for the safety of all involved. We're, 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 everybody else. Mike, we're sort of presented with this situation now because of telecommunications, because of online stuff, where we can take something like this, where in years ago, with other diseases like the swine flu and other things that could, could, could and did wreak havoc that people may be unaware of, and actually institute things that will allow a large portion of our lives to continue, you know, maybe a, a little a, 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 with with a little bit of a hit, but get stuff done that we normally get done because of this capability that did not exist years ago. Um, and as you said before, you're able to through Skype and through uh, FaceTime or whatever 
to conduct what you do with patients who are at home, not bring them into a medical facility. We saw that facility, that that nursing home in Washington, where I think where there's 30-some-odd deaths in the country, and most of them came out of that one facility. So... Um, you know, this is this is a case that hopefully can be averted with stuff like you're saying, with with using telecommunications to make sure that we distance ourselves. You're talking about keeping that social distance. This is another aspect. Do you do you see this being a very good part of, uh, you know, a development in the technology and helping uh, stop or slow down the spread of this? No question about it, Steve. I think what you're going to see are businesses encouraging people to work from home. Many businesses have already started doing that. Uh, and, and, and that is, uh, again, uh, trying to keep people away from each other. Uh, uh, remember, this virus is contagious, and it can be spread by droplets. Uh, and, and aerosolize, you know, you cough and, and that, and there you go. And you don't really have to have that many symptoms, even if you are early on in your infection. So I'm all for that. And, and again, our, all of our lives are, are probably going to be disrupted in the coming months. But we are all in this together. And I said this last night, Steve, you know, one of the silver linings of this, I think, is that we're all we're all on the same team. Yeah. We're all part of humanity, and 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 we're all there. There needs to be some caring for our uh, our fellow human beings. And and one of the things, uh, Kathy, uh, you know, we all have relatives. We all have uh, mothers and mother-in-laws and fathers and and people who are ill in our families. And this is going to be an opportunity for us to not panic and not go down in flames, but to have our shining moment where we are all part of humanity and we take care of each other. I think it's something that uh, could be our proudest moment. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Well put. And I think that the, the, (laughs) The big question right now is, uh, what do we do about all the Aaron Expresses that are going to be uh, rolling through the bars Seriously. this weekend? Uh, I, mean, I think these will need to be. Uh, yeah, listen, you talked about Mike about you know there's there's going to be some business hits, but I think uh, you know um, there are things that are put in place and they're going to hash that out as far as um, you know bridges and financial assistance for people who might t- take a bit of a hit. But in the short term, if this were to let to be left unchecked and 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 get out of hand as you point to Italy, uh, the long lasting financial aspects could be far more dramatic. So a little bit of prevention now, um, which will end up benefiting us in the long run. Would you say that's correct? Uh, yes. And and look, when when it comes and and look, Steve, you and I went through this together. You you were dancing with the Grim Reaper, yeah, right? Yeah. I deal with the Grim Reaper every day. And when it comes down to it, all right, we live in a kind of surreal world. I, I use it. A, a, I use the expression a drywall kind of life where, you know, if you go behind the drywall, there's nails and studs and wires. It's very ugly. And what we do in our society in particular is we make everything nice, nice. Well, we sand it down and we paint it. Oh, how nice. And it covers up the reality that's behind it. The reality is, is that life on this planet is not going to be a bowl of cherries. Yeah. All right. And so and, and <laughs> just you ask anyone, you know, who lived through the bubonic plague. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah. no, no one said no one promised that it was going to just be, oh, nice, nice. And this is this. And then we die, you know, at 90 in our sleep. No, it doesn't work that way. And so reality is that this is 
what can happen, what has happened in the past, and may happen in the future. Uh, with, with, with Our world is shrinking. We now have the ability to travel to anywhere on the globe within 24 hours, right? Right, right. So, so the spread of things like this uh, uh, may happen more frequently down the road, but I'll tell you what. We're learning a lot from this one, yeah. and we will continue to learn. And, and again, I, I want to reiterate to everyone, this is not a time to panic. Uh, we are taking steps. Everyone needs to prepare. Everyone needs to take steps and love your fellow human beings. Do you, do That's you, all we have. Mike, I, I, I want to be respectful of your time. Do you have a, a few mm-hmm. seconds? There are a bunch of calls up on our call screener, and, and if I can, I'll ask the questions yeah, for them, them and go because there, there's some very good questions here. So if you're online, listen, I'm going to ask your question for you. If you do have a few We'll do like rapid seconds. fire. Or yeah, something like I that. do, but, but I want to answer the one. I did not have relations with that woman. <laughs> really? Oh I, because I it was pro- it was I, proven I, later on that you did. It's a different press conference for a different time, Mike. <laughs> she didn't want to. No, anyway, no, yeah. Uh, Remember, with Kathy, it was always over the bluff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, All right, right. so Bob, Bob wants to know how long does the coronavirus live outside the body? Well, that's a very good question, Bob, and it can be anywhere from two hours up to nine days, according to some studies of other coronaviruses. That's why well, we, we try to wipe everything down. We keep everything uh, sanitized, and you see these uh, people going into schools and making sure that they spray down everything uh, because it can remain active on inanimate objects. All right. And uh, Frank asks, and I know the answer to this one, if you had the flu shot, can you get this virus, the coronavirus? Coronavirus is a whole different animal. So, yes, you got the flu shot, which is a really good thing. But this that doesn't protect you from the coronavirus at all. And uh, from what I understand this year, the actual um, the vaccine was good for about 45 to 48 percent of the um, the virus out there. Correct. Well, before this all came down the pike, all right, we had a very unusual year. We had an early onset of influenza B, which mainly targeted kids yeah. in Preston. Uh, and, uh, and then we had, at this time of year, you tend to see more influenza A. So it was possible to get both influenza B and influenza A at the same year, right. which is very unusual. But uh, the the thing is that now with this coronavirus, uh, it's it's uh, it's a whole different ballgame. All right, Mike. Chris wants to know if we have not received a flu shot as of yet, should we still get one? I would, and I'll tell you why. Because what you don't want to do is get flu-like symptoms right now. Okay. Because mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of literature out there and a lot of people saying, well, this is how the coronavirus presents, this is how allergies present, and this is how the the flu presents, uh, many of them overlap. The, the symptoms, again, just to reiterate, are fever, cough, mild sore throat. The thing you worry about is shortness of breath because the coronavirus tends to really go after the lungs. And there are characteristics on CAT scan that show what happens with the coronavirus leading to uh, these, uh, these, these, these uh, what they call ground glass opacities or, or uh, they look like little clouds around the periphery of the lungs. So okay. uh, that's what you worry about. All right. Dennis has asked if someone had the virus and got over it, can they still get it again? No, uh, th- this virus, from what we are seeing, it, it does it really stimulate the immune system. Hmm. And so uh, unless the virus mutates, it is really, uh, I mean, one way to deal with this is to get it, survive, hmm. and then you don't have to worry about like it. Like the right. chicken pox almost, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Well, uh, Richard has a very pertinent question. We were just asking this off air. How likely is it that someone in a large, uh, for a large room to infect a bunch of people like in a gym? So we use six feet as a cutoff. Um, it, it's very unlikely that you will get anything if someone is six feet away from you. Right. Uh, but they've done studies on airplanes where if someone coughs, uh, the viral particles can go three rows up. And oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to alarm anybody. I'm just saying. So, so um, you know, if you're closer than six feet uh, and, and they have symptoms, uh, you know, and there's coughing, there is potential for exposure to the uh, viral particles. Well, right, so I'll ask an addendum question like that. Do you know a good vet who could put uh, uh, Kathy, Nick, and Marissa out and put them in cargo <laughs> for, the, yeah, for right. the trip down to Florida? Uh, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to get some calls for some heavy-duty Valium. That's, I, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ativan is uh, going to be on the list for today. So, but, Mike, uh, uh, can I – I want to read something to you, and I need you to tell me whether or not this is a hooey because this is something that is uh, – like it's a it's a viral thing that's going on, like uh, social media and emails oh, and stuff no. like that. So I just want to read okay, this right. and, and tell me what – if any of this is true. Uh, What's wrong and, with and, this? And, well, no, 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 no. Um, so a buddy sent this to me, uh, and he said that this was uh, – this was a DOH health bulletin to the public. Okay, so uh, what we do know is the virus is a bacterial infe- is not bacterial infection, hence it can't be treated by antibiotics. So let me just read this and tell me if this statement is true. The prevention method now is to keep your throat uh, moist. Do not let your throat dry up. Thus, do not hold your thirst because once your membrane in your throat is dried, the virus will invade your body within 10 minutes. Drink 50 to 80 cc's of warm water. That is a 30 to 50 cc for kids according to the age. Uh, every time you feel your throat is dry, do not wait. Keep your water in hand. Do not drink plenty at one time as it does not help. Instead, uh, continue to keep your throat moist. Till the end of March, do not go into crowded places. Wear a mask needed, uh, especially in train or public transportation. Avoid fried or spicy. Oh, boy. Yeah, hang on. Uh, avoid fried or spicy food and load up uh, vitamin C, uh, and then it goes into symptoms and descriptions. So, any of that sound valid? Uh, the val- valid part is hydration. Yes, you need to stay hydrated. You need to drink water. If you get dehydrated, that does affect the mucous membranes, and and so there is truth to that. Wow. Uh, I never uh, knew so- that. Yeah, but, now- but they always tell you, right? No, I know to stay yeah. hydrated, but I didn't know that it could actually. It affect you whether or not you get That's sick. That's why we use the Neil Med. Yeah. Right. And well, it's not saying, like, now, drink a now. gallon of water, but to always keep everything hydrated. Okay. Steve, now, the Neil Med, it's never been studied. I, this is, I'm, I'm just saying, if you do the Neil Med with the salt that's in and the bicarb, uh, uh, you know, that not only is it going to keep your mucous membranes uh, nice and moist, but it also, uh, salt kills all kinds of critters. Uh, and, and I think that's a reasonable thing to do. All right. So, uh, so uh, also uh, the question, this is a retroactive question. Why didn't you buy stock in Neomed? Because we have moved so much of it in the past couple of days. I want to get to Nick's question. I just want to let Flossie get her question read. Uh, Mike, well, just, mine, mine goes in tandem with Flossie's. Okay. Um, so I don't, I don't want to get into too much speculation, Mike, but uh, what about domestic flights? Uh, Kathy and Marissa and I are scheduled to get on a plane later today. I, I'm fine doing it. I, I have no qualms about doing it, but I'm wondering what domestic flights, uh, if domestic flights are safe, and if you think that there will be uh, an impact on those in the near future. 
I think if this blows up, if there are uh, large numbers of cases, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they limited domestic flights. Uh, right now, I, I don't see a, a major problem. I want to get back to the mask issue. Yeah. Uh, if you wear a mask and it's not a, a fitted N95 NIOSH certified mask that's been fitted, <laughs> you're putting yourself at risk because you're touching your face. Yeah. And so what you want to do is avoid touching your face. Uh, and, and if you do that and you use Purell and you wipe around the plane, I've been telling my patients I wouldn't eat anything, I wouldn't drink anything, uh, and, and pee at your own risk. You know, go. <laughs> You know, you oh, go really? There. What on the airplane bathrooms? Are yeah, you saying? I mean, if you in if you seat. have to use the bathroom on the plane, then you then you then you come back and make sure you you purel your hands and and uh, and and that that that's the bottom line. But okay, Nick, so don't I go mean, to the this, Nick, this is changing by the hour. Yeah, everything is changing and everything is up for grabs. Right. right. Now. Well, but right so, now, it, indicators. So they're flying down. They take precautions. They should be at least at present. They should be fine. I think that, uh, again, right now yeah. or today, <laughs> I think that what we – and now when you get down there, again, I, I think – Check real estate because you're going to live down there. <laughs> like like <laughs> six feet. Yeah, six feet. And, and, you know, you're celebs. You, you want to make sure you're not, like, shaking hands and touching everybody. No, don't you touch us. No, do, right, so do the, do the foot do? thing. What are you going to do, Kathy? You're going to say – I love you. I would say, I, I love, love you. you. Please don't touch I me or come within yeah. six feet of me. There are a number of fans right. here that they've been waiting to hear Kathy say that. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but you know yeah. what, Dr. Mike, um, I was talking to a friend yesterday about getting on a plane because we are getting on a plane. And, uh, you know, me, I, I would wrap myself in plastic or get in a bubble if I could. But right. there's been no reports of, like, an entire plane being infected, you know, landing and, and everybody on the plane, uh, you know, getting some sort either the, the flu or the coronavirus. We're, we're in the early stages of this, Kathy. And so, again, we, we, we can't panic. We can't become paralyzed. What I'm saying is that if this develops into what we're seeing in Italy, I think you'll find that domestic flights may be canceled, limited, uh, travel at your own risk, that kind of thing. Right now, I, I, I'm not terrified that you're going – and you're all my patients, Yes, right? yes, so, you, you, you uh, would – yeah, yeah, even – you, would, you wouldn't send us to our deaths. Uh, right. I, right. I think that you have to do what you have to do. And it's going to come down to, for everyone listening, a risk benefit ratio. Everything that I do in my medical uh, environment, everything comes down to what is the benefit and what is the risk. And if the benefit outweighs the risk, then you proceed. Now, if if someone is uh, going to a party or, or whatever, you, you have to think about it. Is that risk, you know, is the benefit of that party outweighing the risk? That's right. what you have to do. All right. Well, uh, and you, you, you've mentioned Italy a number of times, and I was doing uh, trying to do some extensive research because, as you know, this is something we share. An educated consumer is our best customer. You, you and I have to say that to each other. Italy apparently <laughs> made a series of um, critical strategic mistakes at the beginning of this when there were um, – it was clear there were going to be issues, and they 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 dropped the ball dramatically. Uh, they also, from what I understand, they have a a, a, a um, these enclaves in these areas where the population is a lot uh, older, and those are the areas taking significant hits. Is that correct? Yes, but uh, again, uh, the numbers yesterday uh, dramatically increased in the numbers of infections. Remember the uh, hospital? Did you guys see the hospital being built in Wuhan? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it yeah. Was like the, yeah. They built it in uh, like 10 days. 
Right. And and that that was dealing with what we call surge capacity. That's yeah. where you have an influx of a tremendous numbers of patients, sick patients. And, and uh, uh, that that's why they had to build that hospital. Um, again, in my humble opinion, as a frontline internist, the bottom line here is that if we take proper steps now, we emphasize social distancing. Maybe we don't get to see uh, Billie Eilish. I got to see you. <laughs> Look at you. That's the first time you haven't referenced Rico Suave. You're so oh. good. No. <laughs> it's usually yeah. Gerardo. And now you... I, I, yeah. I, I mean, God forbid. I mean, I, Billie Eilish, yeah. There you go. Oh, wow. Oh, I no. like your style. Oh, Dr. Mike. Look at yeah. Dr. Mike. I'm surprised. He, he likes these sort of old goth jeans. Yeah, he's hip. Uh, uh, wait, yeah. real quick. Quick question. Do baby wipes kill the coronavirus and influenza? Baby wipes. Well, here's here's what I would recommend. The best way to handle things, it's the alcohol content. I think anything is better than nothing. Uh, and if you, you you have to have, if you can get access to isopropyl alcohol that's got more than 60% alcohol, you mix that two-thirds and with one-third of aloe vera gel and maybe a little lavender uh, essential oil, you mix that up. And then you wipe down whatever you need to wipe down. Or are you talking about the baby? What are you wiping? No, I'm, oh, I was just, because Target was out of um, Purell and Lysol wipes yesterday. And so uh, I picked up baby wipes. Now, we have some here at the station, so no big deal. But I, it just made me think, yeah. do, do baby wipes kill it just like Purell wipes? Well, I, 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 I seem to recall. That, that there may be some issues with certain uh, uh, products out there. there. There, If you go online, there's a list of products that have been shown to kill the coronavirus. What I'm telling you and, and everyone out there listening, what you can do is get isopropyl alcohol. Make sure it's over 60%. That's why, you know, Tito's won't work. It's only 80 proof. Right. <laughs> 40%. People are trying that, yeah. Right. Forget it. I mean, at this stage of the game, I, I think it's blasphemy. I would drink this. Yeah. yeah. Why not? And, and 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 what I would do is get isopropyl alcohol and mix it with aloe vera gel, so it doesn't. It's nice and soft on your hands, and and that's what you do. All right, and and good old fashioned bleach, Clorox. Well, Clorox. All right, Mike. Thanks so much. You're a busy man today. You're highly in demand. You can of course see. I'm sure you're going to be all over Fox 29, and and of course you. A lot of people don't know. In addition to Fox 29, you also do cut-ins for Fox stations around the country. So you are a busy man. Thank you for taking so much time to spend with our listeners today. I will say this, a blanket statement, and I think we can all agree. The city of Philadelphia is blessed to have Dr. Mike here and helping keep this all in perspective. And thank you for addressing these issues with our listeners this morning, Mike. Don't ever retire. Yes. Well, I, I love all of you. I will be on the front lines of this fight. And we as a society and as a group and mainly as Philadelphians, we will kick some Corona butt. <laughs> yeah. 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 There we go. So I'm not and, – and it's a hockey thing. All right. I used to take care of Ed Snyder. We're not kowtowing to anybody. That's All right. right. Now, I like- we may be scared, but we're going to fight this and we're going to prevail. I guarantee it. Nice. Love it. Love it, Mike. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. All right? Love you guys. All right. Love, love you. Yeah. All right. Dr. Mike from Fox oh, 29. I had the wrong button. Uh, we should have just played rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rock and roll. <laughs> uh, long story short, though, we still have some stuff to uh, discuss, some peripheral stuff, some calls were coming in. I hope that helped put some uh, people's minds to these. I, I got some some additional information as well to impart. There's some, as with anything like this, there's also some humorous stuff that starts to float around the edges. And then there's all the aspects of the sports scene, which is um, currently in a massive state of flux, we're sending Kathy 
Nick and Marissa down ostensibly to Florida to clear water to get us all psyched for baseball season, which may or may not happen. We don't know. You know, we have, we no, idea. We have no idea. We'll so out. we're I mean, going to find out. The Sixers were playing last night. Right. They were in the middle of a game when the NBA said that they were going to postpone. The, at, at, and they were, I, look, they were looking at a potential championship. <laughs> they were. Well, yeah. Listen, I know, I know, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean. So why did you say earlier you thought it helped them? Uh, because Ben Simmons is out for three weeks. Right. Oh, and so you, if they're you, postponing it, then he's going to miss be... less games and right, right. all that sort of stuff. So okay. it's There are certainly some cities that are like, <laughs> yeah, or some cities like, oh, damn it. Uh, we can put that all in perspective. So what we'll probably do is maybe forego case and, uh, 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 you know, we'll come back um, on the other side. We have the bizarre file. Come back on the other side of the bizarre file with a little bit more chat concerning this stuff. Take some of your calls and move along that way, all right? Yep. All right. We'll see you on the other side of the break. What's new? Glad you asked. Pearl Jam. Rival Sons. The Who, featuring From Ashes to New. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And the Bizarre File is brought to you today by HERS. Spring training supplies. Hat. Check. Hawaiian shirt. Check. HERS chips. Check. Check. When it comes to snacking, keep it Philly, Philly. Hers, the official sponsor of the Philadelphia Phillies. So today's theme, double shot B filed. Each and every story has a counterpart story to it, something similar in it that links it to the other story. And we'll... It just happened bizarrely that right. over the weekend, there were a lot of similar things that took place. All right. <clears throat> you want to guess? Yeah. Okay, well, they're pretty obvious. There's nothing right, hidden here. Forget so. it. Just tell us. All right, here, we'll start with this. Three people were killed and two others were injured when a cliff collapsed feet away from a lifeguard tower at a beach in Lasuda, uh, uh, Leosadia, California. I'm not sure where uh, saw, the name of that is. I saw this. It just sheared off. Yeah. Uh, deputies were called to uh, Neptune Avenue to help victims trapped in the collapse. The area is north of Grandview Surf Beach in North San Diego County. Grandview Beach is an access point to uh, the state beach, and it's a popular spot among local surfers. The beach was filled with people at the time of the cliff collapse. Footage of beach chairs, towels, surfboards, and beach toys strewn about the sand near the fallen cliff. First responders, including lifeguards, rushed to dig the victims out of the rubble and debris. Officials said one woman died at the scene while four other victims were injured by the toppling terrain. Two of those people sent to local hospitals later succumbed to their injuries. It was horrible. They they always tell, actually, in those certain areas, and I remember years ago, it was in third grade when we lived out there, we go to the beach fairly often, and they would tell people not to get too close to those cliff sides. Yeah, because stuff falls yes. down from there, and these, these collapse. Officials said the cliff was unstable. They cordoned off the area in order to keep people out of harm's way. For safety reasons, city officials have closed the beach and the recommended the beachgoers continue to exercise caution while visiting the beach areas. That's horrible. All right, how about this? The bodies of three boaters from Europe who died in, Ala- in an Alaska lake were surrounded by frozen debris, a sign that victims were killed by ice that fell from the melting glacier that feeds the lake. Oh. The victims were identified by the city as two Germans and an Austrian and were found dead on Tuesday morning at Valdez Glacier Lake, about 120 miles east of Anchorage. 
Well, the victims were found in an area that was littered with floating iceberg, icebergs, glacial slush, and challenging terrain for recovery. Those conditions, plus the location of the remains near the toe of Valdez Glacier, suggest that falling glacial ice killed the boaters. One of the victims had severe head trauma. The case is being reviewed by the state medical examiner's office to determine the cause of death. Uh, there were no eyewitnesses to the incident. So those are two stories that are similar. I've seen calving ice before when we were in Alaska on a trip. Holy crap. I don't care where you are. We're on, you know, we're on a, a, a ship. It still scares the crap out of you. Here's two stories that feature sports stars. Sports stars. Georgia Southern QB Shia Wirtz has been suspended by the team indefinitely following his arrest after a traffic stop on Wednesday night. Words, the team's starting quarterback, was allegedly going to be pulled over for uh, speeding by police. And after reportedly calling police to say that he wanted to keep going and pull over in a more well-lit area, he did pull over. And that's where police allegedly found a substance on the hood of his car that Wirtz said was dog poop, or not dog poop, bird poop. Yeah. Per police, the substance tested positive for cocaine. <laughs> you mean to tell me that birds poop cocaine? Apparently that's the case. That's incredible. No, that's how they can fly. They're so amped up. Wirtz has been charged with a misdemeanor for cocaine possession. His suspension was announced Friday morning. Now, uh, Torbjorn, uh, so this is uh, Torbjorn Ol- Olison, p- professional golfer. I mean... He's a, he's a touring golf pro. Was arrested on suspicion of sexual assault after allegedly going in a tirade before molesting a woman on a British Airways flight. Uh, Ryder Cup hero Ian Poulter actually stepped in to calm him down after he had hurled abuse at passengers and crew. Uh, but Olson, Olison is alleged to have then molested the woman while Poulter slept. And then he's also accused of urinating in the first-class aisle. What a champ. Uh, cops were waiting to meet him at the flight from Nashville, uh, where it land- then it landed in Heathrow on Monday. A witness said Olis- about Olson, he said he started abusing some of the passengers and crew and then made a pass at one of the female passengers before taking a leak in the aisle. <laughs> it was shocking I'll just behavior. kiss right here. Uh, you would expect it maybe on a budget airline, but not first-class cabin on British Airways. Olison and Poulter were playing at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational at Memphis last weekend. Olison, who lives in London, finished a disappointing 27th and tweeted, now for some time off and practice to get things right. Now for some first-class pissing. So there's two sports star stories. Run amok. Now we have uh, two, let's see here. No, that one's out of place. How about this? Now, we have two Amazon stories. Like large women or the Amazon? No, Amazon. The shopping. Yes. All right. Exactly. A 22-year-old has been arrested in an alleged scam of the largest Internet retailer that totaled nearly $370,000. He did it by sending return packages filled with dirt. <laughs> Just dirt. James Gilbert Quartenig of uh, Spain allegedly swindled Amazon by filling up the orders items boxes, ordered items boxes with dirt and registering with the exact weight of the product. He would then receive a refund from Amazon and sell the original item. The return packages would end up sitting around in Amazon's warehouses where they aren't checked that often. The scam wasn't discovered until a random search where someone opened a box and discovered... Full of dirt. That's interesting because they are fairly liberal with their return policy. It's yeah. actually why I like them. They're they're good. They'll just take it right back. But you're saying that they don't check it immediately. They they're, they put sits it in the, for a while. Yeah. Amazon's, Amazon's return policy states items shipped from the website, including Amazon Warehouse, can be returned within 30 days of receipt. Refunds are uh, processed into two bit in two business days, and customers can expect their funds show in their account in three to five business days. The success of the alleged scam by huh. 
Cording, who has been released on bail, enabled him to create his own company, by the way. It's going to cause a problem for me because I buy all my dirt through Amazon. Here's another one. A theft ring in Washington State sold millions of dollars worth of stolen goods on Amazon.com in the past six years, and the pair uh, and a pair of contract Amazon delivery drivers was involved. Two storefront businesses posing as pawn shops uh, bought the goods from shoplifters, then had the items shipped to Amazon warehouses where they were stored until sold online. Uh, entities associated with the alleged ringleader did at least $10 million in sales on Amazon since 2013. $10 million. That's correct. On freaking real. No charge. How do we get in on this? No charges have yet been filed. Though investigators have raided the pawn shops and the home of the man identified as the ringleader, Alexander uh, Pavlovsky. Uh, among those who provided stolen items to the pawn shops were two contract Amazon drivers. Uh, their job was to travel to Seattle Tacoma International Airport, pick up items belonging return, uh, being returned to the company, and then bring them to an Amazon warehouse south of Seattle and to deliver items to post offices for shipping. Instead, they routinely stole the goods and sold them to the pawn shops. The investigation began last summer when a police detective in Auburn was pursuing a record of pawn shop sales and noticed that one man had made 57 transactions. <laughs> it turned out he was one of the drivers. He had received nearly $30,000 selling items to the pawn shops between February and July last year. Where do I have a feeling that if Goodfellas were to occur today, it would involve Amazon somehow? Uh, police initially arrested the driver but released him from jail to avoid disrupting the larger investigation. And there you go. That's what happened to B-File. The, the the double shots are not done yet. I still have a few more. I like them. Of interesting stories that kind of tie together um, in their uh, in their subject matter. Speaking so. of Amazon, have you noticed the recent thing they've started doing where when they drop packages off, if they're not sure about, you know, the situation or whether you're home or not, they actually take a photograph of the parcel at your door or whatever yeah. door they dropped it off yep. and they text it to you. No. Yeah, it's very cool. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little extra added security. Nice. All right, Nera, that's what I got in the B-file for you. I like, I like uh, the twofers. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment with more. Make sure that you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Do you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your rewards for discounts on gas at participating Exxon stations or for free groceries. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, Kathy, thanks so much. As I said before, uh, Preston is out. He had uh, influenza B, which apparently is the less trendier flu to get this year, is what Dr. Mike told us. But is uh, taking down, taking you down? Like, it's, it, you yeah. know, he's been not feeling good. Pancake had it, uh, was sick. Pancake told me for about a week he didn't yeah, feel good. Yeah, uh, so, uh, and Kathy, you brought up, you had had the H1, and you had the swine flu. I had the swine flu. Oh, you did? And, yep. Yeah. And it was, I remember I, I actually called in to you guys because I thought maybe it'd be like a few days. Uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I was out for the entire week, like a Monday through Friday um, and was still sick on the weekend. I got it from my salsa dance partner. Oh, um, who I was, Yeah, who I was, uh, we were uh, 
um, practicing to perform together, training right. to perform together, uh, and he got it. And I remember he, he texted me. He said, I have the swine flu, so sorry. You might want to – and sure enough. And it was – and I've had the flu before. He said this swamped you. This was the worst – I think this may have been this and the, the most recent bout with um, – uh, uh, food poisoning that I got were probably two of the worst sicknesses food poisoning, I've ever had. Food poisoning, the absolute sickest I've ever been. I've, I've had, you know, some some flus and so on and so forth. But you mentioned that, and to put that into perspective, I uh, uh, grabbed some data off of uh, different sites and the CDC website and so on and so forth. And it's interesting, uh, it, and hopefully this helps frame things where you think Mike is so good at, at, at saying, and rightfully so, be respectful of what's going on, mm-hmm. but don't panic. And, and as you see, traffic is every bit as miserable as it's always been, so <laughs> life is going on. But if you take everything, around the world there's about 120,000 cases of the coronavirus reported. Uh, in the United States, uh, 1,300 cases confirmed. Around the world, 4,300 fatalities. At present... 30, 30, between 30 and 35 that we know of deaths in America. And um, a lot of them from that nursing home in Washington. Um, uh, now, they're saying the, the uh, mortality, uh, that the, uh, the death rate estimate to be at 1%, which is expected to drop as more testing goes on. But to put that into perspective with the swine flu, Kathy, um, which you say was 2009, 2009 I believe. 2009, yep. During a six-month period, there were 1,000 fatalities with uh, 100-plus children wow. from the swine wow. flu. Uh, 20,000 in that time period had contracted the virus. By the end of that year, swine flu in America killed 17,000 people. Whoa. That's a lot. Yeah. So so at least Gosh. if you put that in perspective again, and people were unaware. Think of what you were doing in 2009. Were, you know, and, and were you going nuts or crazy? This is That's why Mike has always said about the flu shots and so on and so forth. And again, in that case as well, the people who are most at risk are the people who are at risk now. As he yeah. says, though, there are there are parameters of this of the of the coronavirus that we don't quite understand. So be cautious. And the thing that we said earlier about the ability to work from home, to get on your your cell phone, to get on the internet, and do stuff that you need to do, if by being proactive, uh, you know, word coming out today, uh, at least over the past couple of days, from the CDC and from Johns Hopkins saying that because of um, they're actually noticing a decline now in reported cases in China as as much we can rely on China's information but they're they're starting well, to go the it's other dwindling. way right um, right so 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 by by doing that we can hopefully tamp down on this and and as mike said get through this and yeah. and that'll be the case a uh, case you were going to say no i was going to say with with that swine flu though they 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 did develop a vaccine yeah. which i remember Getting it like on Moss, there were lines. We went to Penn State Delco, so that's a uh, you know Penn State Brandywine now. But um, there, were, I mean, hundreds if not thousands of people in line for that one, and and we had a, a, a newborn at that point, so it was uh, definitely f- for us. It was scary. You, you want to make sure that everybody, you know, when you have a newborn in the house, that um, you know everybody is taken care of. The things you would be cautious about, and mm-hmm. a lot of people get dismissive about the flu, and a lot of people also. And Mike has been saying this from the beginning, Dr. Mike, if this makes you a little bit more aware in future, as we get through this and in future years and in future flu seasons, if you are sick, employers and employees need to understand the importance of staying home and not infecting us, as Preston is doing now. Yeah. So that, in, and if we carry that, maybe we can take numbers that have existed for as long as there has been influenza and drop those down in the United States and worldwide as well as people become more aware of the protocol involved with taking precautions. 
Uh, Kathy? Yeah, so Steve, yesterday the Montgomery County Health Department uh, held a press conference and uh, or board of directors, and they said uh, they, were, they were asking businesses, if you don't offer paid sick leave, to think about offering it to your employees just for a temporary time, you know, yeah. ju- just for a little bit of time while this is all happening so that if your employees are getting sick, they don't feel like they have to come in to get paid, that they can take a few days off if I love that. if they're, they're feeling sick. So they were um, they were asking uh, that people start to, to offer uh, paid leave if they don't. And then this is that's an aspect of it that you have to consider because if they do, in fact, come into work and they do, in fact, get much many more of your other employees sick, yeah. Then you are actually going to incur more of a loss. How much? How that's much, what, and that's exactly what she yeah. said. How much paid sick time do we get? We get uh, three hundred and ninety <laughs> days. No, Nick, you would know. You, I think it's five days. Five days of paid, and then what happens? Uh, then you can get extended sick days um, for uh, extenuating circumstances. So there's uh, sick leave, which is different than sick days. There's always been a sort of. <laughs> we always have these conversations about: Do I declare it? Or if, I, if I'm going, you know, what what you do to declare a sick day or days off or personal days or mental yeah. health days or so on and so forth. Uh, but, but um, you know, it, it might be worth reviewing that. As the president said last night, there's going to be uh, – they're asking uh, employers and insurance companies to uh, – to waive co-pays on uh, coronavirus okay. uh, uh, testing. I got a, I got an email saying that they waived the copay and that if yeah. you feel as though you need uh, oh. to be tested, there won't be a copay and you won't be tested for, or but, you won't be charged the, for the And test. to well, that point, d- by depending the way, on the insurance company, that's not a blanket thing. No, I know. I said for, I got I, I an email yeah. For, yeah, I know, for mine. Uh, d- uh, concerning that as well, the uh, people think, oh, I should just go get tested. No. The word is if you are if you have some symptoms, yeah. that's when you get a test because they say you you uh, can actually skip up the likelihood of a false positive if you have no symptoms and get a test. What do you, what do you, what is the first symptom? I mean, is there because uh, you know, like is your raised temperature the first I, symptom? Uh, I don't just know, man. We should add to my yeah. You, you, you Mike. just know what what the deal is and yeah. and uh, and and proceed with caution. Uh, so there's a couple of things that I found uh, as far as shopping goes. In case oh. you guys want to uh, hear about, listen. That. This is in fact this is this has affected everything from Target to Walmart <laughs> yes. to, to Golden Corral. To Golden Kathy. Corral, we I have know. to really consider what's going on out there. Yeah. So Target and Walmart both uh, release statements that are listed on their websites. But as far as uh, the COVID nineteen outbreak goes in the United States, Target CEO Brian uh, Cornell said it, uh, in an open letter to customers uh, that the checkout lanes and the touch screens would be cleaned at least every thirty minutes. Uh, the retailers also nixing food samples at the stores. In addition, as consumers stockpile certain supplies, Cornell said that the company would limit the number of key items available per purchase. So uh, if you're looking for Purell, Purell and things like that, they're not allowing you to just buy everything on the shelves. Because what happens is there are elements in our society, you know, whenever something like this happens, who start yeah. to hoard. I saw, and you, Kathy, you had mentioned something about someone who is selling online or something so it, you know i'm on those facebook yard sale sites right, right, right. and one popped up a guy was selling it was it was like a big trunk like a suitcase of purell and i think it was uh, a little more for you know businesses and right, things right, like right, that yeah. but it was like uh the the wall mounts it came with the actual purell it came yeah. with little bottles for fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> all right so i, I think and, i saw that that wasn't people, a joke no i've sent it to you guys it's not a joke it was listed on an on a number of the area yard sale sites that i am on i'm on a few in montgomery county and of course everybody on there attacked the guy they're like are you kidding like are yeah. you serious take this down this is ridiculous i just looked at it and laughed i'm like come on so if you go in and you buy enough to, you know for for a little while and 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 again like the uh for example i was in acme yesterday and there was distilled water on the shelves and there was all sorts of 
you know, for for the Neomed, which again, Kathy, we should have stock in uh, because we we use it so much. But the the um, there are th- there are things available. It's that hoarding that that's that that's an issue. And then obviously, people just rushing to medical facilities and 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 crowding them. Take a breather, as Dr. Mike said earlier, and everything should be fine. What amazed me is the Golden Corrals. Do you have that information? Uh, no. So I yeah. let me just uh, give the Walmart information yeah, real quick because they also addressed the situation as well. And they said uh, they're telling its customers that they're having a third-party sanitation uh, sanitation done in the stores um, so that they can have extra cleaning after uh, a store worker in Kentucky tested positive. Uh, Walmart also created a COVID-19 emergency leave plan, which includes waiving attendance policies through the end of April. And I was actually... Actually at Target yesterday, shocker, um, and they were cleaning the the doors, like they were cleaning the handles of the doors. That's when and you don't even idea. you don't even touch them when you walk in; they're automatic I know, doors. I know, but uh, they were cleaning them, and they had uh, just freshly stocked the uh, Purell wipes at the door, where you can uh, grab one and wipe down your cart. Let me ask you guys, how good are you? Because I've I've actually just started to do it just again to take that extra precaution. Yeah. I found that our uh, floor buttons in the elevator really easy to elbow activate. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Uh, I'm, Have you? A, I'm a knuckle. Uh, you do you, you you knuckle them. You still got to get the fingers yeah, involved. But, I, but with I my also, elbow, boom! I get my my direction whether going up or down, and and uh, hitting number four. No, I guess I have extra pointy elbows. I know. have taken note to how many times I'm touching my face because they say you touch your face like 23 times an hour. I forget the exact number, my, and I'm like, oh my god, my hands are on my face again. <laughs> Take your hands off. My resting pose when I'm on the computer is my is my yeah. hand on Under, my chin. Yeah. So, uh, which is again, but I I have. My uh, my uh, Purell at the the desk. I have one here. I, I I'm all ever the since we've been doing what we do and go out to appearances. I always have a dispenser in the car. It's between the center console and the passenger seat. I do a quick squirt when I ever I leave an event because invariably I'll get a coffee or something on the way home, and I'm gonna and it's just a, a good precaution. Yeah. So if you can do that sort of stuff, that that's cool. There you go. You got I got little, my uh, yeah. Purell. I just walk around with it all the time now. My my wife was uh, pretty. Um, on top of this weeks ago before uh, all the stuff really started leaving uh, the shelves and stuff like that. So she came home with, you know, bags of uh, Purell square bottles, big old things. My wife always uh, yeah. gets tons of stuff like that mm-hmm. from, from the, uh, you know, from uh, a Costco or, or, or BJ. So we yeah. always have a whole bunch of stuff stocked. Uh, let's, let's go to Tom online one if we can, Kate. All right, sure. Yep, Tom's there. Yeah, Tom, uh, how are you, man? How's it going? Pretty good. Uh my wife and I was looking on Facebook this morning. There's a guy on Facebook actually selling toilet paper for ten dollars a week. <laughs> so, Come and this, Tom, this brings up a point. What's with the toilet paper thing? Does it, has anyone got an know. explanation? That's not. It's not sanitizing anything. It's just toilet paper. Why? Why? Is it just the hoarding mentality of like, uh, well, as, as long as I'm here for the masks and the Purell, I might as well get butt wipes. So, Nick, it's it's always it's always milk and eggs, even right. if you don't eat them. <laughs> uh, it's, it's but the toilet paper thing. I just don't it get. It must be people who think that maybe, you know, like almost like uh, if there's a big storm that's coming in, a snowstorm or something like that, they have to go out, like you said, Nick, like a hoarder mentality and get it in case I can't leave the house. So, yeah, so maybe yes. that's but it. Honestly, They're just getting more. Cleaning your ass is pretty easy. <laughs> pretty standard. Especially if you're at home and no one cares. Right? Yeah. I, I, I mean, do you? I that's the one I don't I don't know where that one is coming, coming from. from. Yeah. yeah. So 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 Tom, you're seeing it for ten dollars a roll. Ten dollars a roll. All right, all right. Well, wow. maybe that's the new investment for you know when you're looking <laughs> to put your kids through college, invest in toilet paper. But I guess. Uh, I, my guess is there's not a lot of takers on that. Thanks, Tom. Wait, yeah, uh, uh, Kathy wants me to go to uh, Rachel online too. Uh, Rachel, are you there? Hey, so I was 
sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay, oh. Rachel. So you can uh, validate Kathy's story about the incredibly expensive Purell? Uh, not only that, but I bought it. You bought Wait, it? Wait, so no. off of which site did you buy it, Rachel? Um, it was Mount Laurel uh, Facebook Okay. Um, in New Jersey. I saw it on a bunch of different Facebook. And it was a guy there. selling it? It was a guy. It was. It's a giant dispenser. Yeah. Um, uh, like an office dispenser. Like when you walk into the grocery store, <laughs> lots of bottles, little mini bottles came with it. Did also, you pick it up yeah. yet? No. And it, as a matter of fact, it's still listed. So I really hope that he's not stealing my money because well, there's a kid in my area that got burnt. Yeah, Rachel, that that's actually an issue, and it's a, so right now, as you well imagine, and this this is this is yeah. obviously where Dr. Mike was talking earlier about the positive side of people coming together and taking, you know, being courteous and taking certain precautions to make sure we all do well. There are people who seize upon stuff like this and rip people off. So we'll see if, she, if Rachel gets her gets her stuff because there are a lot of these scams out there right now. Yeah. As also. People selling things like what they're claiming are vaccines right. and things like that online. you got to be really cautious, well, obviously. There listen, is none right now. Do your due diligence before you get taken by any of these Listen, things. there are a lot of people out there that are good people that are yeah. that are you know doing the right thing. And then on the uh, converse side, there are some terrible people scumbags out there. Scumbags, we call them. Scumbags that are yeah. going to take advantage of this stuff. So, um, Steve, I had a question for you. With, yes. Um, if they're asking people to, you know, work from home, satellite, uh, you know, how do we do that? Well, here's the thing is we are <laughs> there's fortunately or unfortunately in society, nobody can replicate the special work we do. Right. <laughs> because, no, it, it's weird because a lot of times in storms and stuff like that, we're expected to come in. Um, and we can take certain precautions. Um, how, how, what am I about five feet from you, Kathy? Mm, probably. Yeah. All right. So let's, can you step one I'll more step foot one step back? Uh, that's about they six, say six feet. Because yeah, <laughs> I was, I was actually, case. I was wondering if, and I don't know, I'm not asking you to do this now or anything like that, but you know how like you can actually do FaceTime like l- with a whole bunch of people. You can do like a On FaceTime. Yeah. I mean, cause I don't we think have a, that- well, we have an outlet that that plugs straight into phones, and I wonder how that would sound. Well, not, I, not- I did hear. Listen, I I heard uh, a few managers talking in the hallway the other day, and I I just passed by the conversation, so I wasn't a part of it. I don't know where it started. I don't know where it ended. But what I did hear was them talking about how they could set up lines in people's homes so yeah, that they could do their show from home. Do I think we're going to get there? No, no, but it's always good to have a fallback plan. As Mike and as all the Dr. Mike and all these other people are saying, have a plan. Yeah. Hopefully you don't need to use it. Does that uh, plan in- involve sending half of us to Florida, for example? Yes, because <laughs> in any in any experiment, you have to have that right. part of the experiment that you expose to the virus. Right, yeah. You guys are it. That's Rodney's there already, yeah, right? R- R- Rodney's oh, yeah, Rodney's been texting yesterday, me yeah. Day, yeah. And he's so he's still able to function. Did you just did you sense there was any sort of delirium in his responses? No. He... Okay. Did he look okay on his FaceTime? Yeah. Well, he did send me a picture as well. Yeah. Uh, he looks good. He cleaned his airplane seat. I saw uh, he posted a picture as well. He cleaned right. his airplane seat with Purell wipes. By the way, Rodney was the one when we had the last. I think it was the H one N one. I the the swine flu. Uh, that he was the one who made sure all of our Purell dispensers oh, in here were in installed. Here. Yeah. He was the one who pushed for that. So when they said, Rodney, you need to make sure, because we already have a backstock of this stuff because he made sure the first time. That's that's oh. Rodney for you. So uh, Farnell Middle School in uh, the West Chase area of Tampa is closed because of uh, a coronavirus uh, 
uh, being exposed. So, um, listen, it's, it's spreading everywhere. It's happening in, in Tampa. It's having, happening in a lot of different places. I did have one bit of good news that has nothing to do with coronavirus that I'd yes. like to pass on to you guys. Uh, our buddy, um, Mike, uh, who's in the hospital because he's Mr. Peanut. Yep. Guess who just made a $1,000 donation? Who? Bert Kirsch. Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer! Oh, yeah. to oh Mr. that's Peanut. awesome. So that the link to the, so nice uh, to the Mr. Peanut um, GoFundMe is still up on PrestonandSteve.com. Bert is a wonderful person and a kind and caring person, and that's really cool of him to do that. $1,000. And remember that, that uh, the GoFundMe page, you can link to it. It's on, uh, on PrestonandSteve.com right now. It, it is a site set up by uh, Mike's team members. Yeah. Uh, again, he broke his joint in a couple of spots uh, for during the... Uh, uh, the race down the uh, the mountainside, or the attempted race down the mountain, he was dressed as Mr. Peanut. If you were there, you saw it. You've probably seen the video. You might have seen it on Barstool Sports. Yeah. And again, we'd like, if you can, if you can at Barstool Sports whenever you post anything to see if they can perhaps post this, throw it out to their huge uh, fan base, and maybe see if you can skip up that money for Mike even more. It wouldn't yeah. hurt. So. Uh, but yeah, so so anyway, uh, Nick uh, and Casey, and uh, you obviously all the stuff with the, with sports and Kathy as well. What about me? Yes, you're such a sports fan. <laughs> so with the the suspension of the season of the uh, of the uh, the NBA. Listen, season. I, I'm a season ticket holder, so um, do you get your money back? Well, well, so if Part they if they cancel if they cancel the rest of the season, yes, I would expect how does, all of my how money How does the back. suspension work? Would you would would you get a a refund on games not played? Uh, I well, they'll, they'll, if, I would hope so. I hope if if uh, if it's just a suspension, though, they'll come back and play those. Yeah, because there's not many games left. I don't know how many games they have left. But what I do know is that, um, you know, I've sold tickets to friends and family and stuff like that. Right. So I, I may. I may owe people money. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Yeah. Oh, maybe no, they're just SOL. You sold them already. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, and you know what? To touch on the universities and colleges that were uh, closing and doing online classes instead, we talked about um, some of the universities not allowing students to come back and get their stuff. Um, I read yesterday that um, most of them, I, I don't, there may be some that are still doing that, but most of them are letting them come in small groups to pick up their things. So Westchester University was doing 50 students at a time allowed back in the dorms to get their belongings. So just because you're in proximity <clears throat> doesn't ne- doesn't mean anything. I I mean, again, just, you know, if someone you uh, this is an overabundance of uh, caution and that's cool. That's good to to sort of take that uh, take that step. But again, unless you're showing signs or symptomatic of anything, you you, you don't need to worry. Just be cautious. So um, we have a number of other calls up on here. I wanted to see what uh, John Casey on line for. He is uh, an Amazon employee. OK, yep. Uh, John, you're on the line. John, how are you, man? Doing well, doing well. You work at Amazon. You say they're taking some uh, extraordinary efforts for their employees? Yes. Actually, they are taking a lot of efforts for their employees. Um, they have the, uh, the, uh, the cleaning wipes all over the place. They have Purell all over the place. Um, if you feel sick and your supervisors and managers are, there, are praising this to the high heavens, go home. Yeah. Oh, you're sick? Go home. Go home. Get out. Don't spread it. Go home. All right. You know, that's that's how they are. And what's the status as far as if you do go home and you and you are you do have something, um, uh, you know, are, are, what's your your sick leave and everything? Is that all covered? Uh, well, if you go home, they have this thing called unpaid time. Okay. Uh, all of that, all of that gets docu- uh, documented back to you. Okay. Uh, I mean, not documented back, returned back to you. Um, and if you're actually uh, diagnosed with a coronavirus. From what I read recently, is Amazon will actually pay, and I was surprised when I read this. Uh, they'll actually pay you. I think it's like a week or two of pay while you're in the hospital, getting healthy. All right, all right, that's cool. That's cool. And, and are you? Uh, you're you're uh, going into work today, and everything is business as usual for you. 
you and a half to go get tortured at a dentist office. In about 10 <laughs> but I'll be back. No, yeah, no, nothing puts it back into perspective like a dental visit. So, <laughs> all, all right, John, good, good, good luck with that. In case if we can go to uh, Anna online too, she has an explanation for the toilet paper. All right, Anna, you're on the line. Hey, hey how are you? How are you, Anna? You you have a you have the key to this bizarre toilet paper hoarding. I do. What is it? We in the United States manufacture toilet paper here, but we don't have all the raw materials, and we import them, much of them from uh, China, and the supply routes are being it. cut off, so we could run out of toilet paper. So here's the thing which is interesting, and this, the focus has been put on this as well, is a lot of the stuff like ibuprofen, a lot of our drugs are coming from China, and there's been a big push to perhaps shift more of that production to the United States so we don't have situations like this. Again, with the t- with the toilet paper, um, it is bizarre because I was in um, Acme yesterday and I saw a toilet paper on the shelves. So okay. uh, should I have, should I have bought it up and gone out to the parking lot and sold it for ten dollars? Well, it depends. How much toilet paper do you have at home? Uh, I have a good amount. Yeah, I mean, know? we have just rolls and rolls. My of wife it, uh... always way overbuys, even though I have a bidet. Yeah. It might be time to invest in a bidet now. There's <laughs> also this general fear of self quarantine, right? So that you're going to be stuck in your house for a week or several days or whatever, and because of that, you might not be able to go to the store and buy toilet paper or buy eggs and milk true, or those types true. of things. So the the, the snowstorm mentality uh, is taking place, and, and I think people are – there's there's so many odd reactions and overreactions and underreactions. It's, it's, this is the oddest week that I can remember in you, a long time. You had time. a good assessment, though, earlier, Nick, which is that every, the water is going to find its level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything will even off because also with that, things like Uber Eats – and and Grubhub and all those delivery services now are, are, from what I understand, are reporting huge ticks up as people are, you know, um, if they are staying at home or, or, or hanging out or self-quarantining or whatever. Yeah, but I was thinking about that yesterday. I, I um, stopped for lunch at Chipotle, and I was Purelling. I Purelled uh, as soon as I sat down or, you know, as soon as I walked in there because they had the dispensers yeah. there. Um and then I got all my stuff, and then I sat down. I'm like, oh, did I touch anything? I'm like, ah, let me just uh, Purell again real quick. And then, uh, you know, so then I'm sitting down getting ready to eat. I'm like, well, I don't know what the servers, they can put gloves on all they want, but the gloves don't do anything. So there's a, there's a certain thing you've always <laughs> sort of a, sort of said, okay, I'm going to, in good faith, believe this is going on. Because yeah. during very bad flu seasons, during the swine flu year, 2009, mm-hmm. You went in and perhaps had meals and trusted that everything was okay. You can't. You can't do yeah. You can do as much as you can do. But, yeah, so, yeah, again, you're right. You can take every precaution in the world, and if there's somebody who's stumbled along that chain, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What did you, what'd you get to eat? Uh, the barbecue. The swine flu burger. <laughs> no. <laughs> barbecue burrito bowl. I like that one. Yeah. yeah I, I That's go- all I ever get. Yeah, really? Yeah. I like the burrito. Uh, yeah, I don't, um, I don't really, uh, stray too far from what I, what I know I like. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So who else we have about the, the uh, phone here? This is interesting too. Uh, Chris speaking about, uh, using Skype at his job. Uh, Chris on line three. Chris, how are you, man? Hi. Oh, Hi, okay. I'm great. Or, Bartle, Bartle, Bartle do, bitches. Bartle do to you. <laughs> so you, you work so, for a, a, a pharmaceutical company? I do. And so we have to like certify our folks to be able to sell drugs. Right. So, you know, we're all tight time lines. And so we had a no-fly order, and we normally fly our folks in so that they can certify in our, like, simulation center where they actually talk to uh, uh, a, a doc who is an actor. Right. And so now we had to do it, like, virtually. So it's been very, very tight timeline within, like, I guess a week for us to be able to, like, be able to do this. And uh, we have folks coming in next or 
that are going to be doing this next week and the week after. So you know, Chris, and, it, and, it, it, it's funny though because for the longest time, there a lot of companies have been sort of gravitating towards allowing employees to work at home. I mean, you, we were talking um, for a while about the automated cars and how that's going to change the work day. Like, for, for example, if you get in your car and you start working as your car is driving to work, yeah. are you technically on the clock at that point? So a lot of businesses do make it available. I wonder if, as we, again, with this, you got to see the uh, the opportunities for the glass half full for all this going on. Does it does it make companies expedite ways in which they can allow employees to work from home? And there are also, there are all sorts of impacts that uh, happen with that as far as environmentally it's better. You have less cars on the road. You have all this other stuff going on. Yeah. Do you think you are the kind of person, uh, Chris, who could work from home and do it consistently and not have an issue? Oh, yes. Well, so we work in an open concept all right. area. And so yesterday I'm watching the news and I was like, I got to get myself in an area where there's nobody around. So I'm like sitting in an area <laughs> where there's really nobody around. And everyone was like, what are you doing over here? Because I wasn't in my normal like open concept seat. And I was like, I am trying to, like, separate myself from everyone because I didn't know what the heck was going on. Right, about. right, right. Well, yeah. well, yeah. It, it's it's interesting, and I think we'll, we'll probably hear more and more about this. And, again, as Mike, Dr. Mike said earlier, for a couple of months at least, we're going to see how this plays out. And, uh, you know, just keep aware. Be prepared. Don't panic. And uh, as he said, this could be our finest moment. Yeah. And I love Mike's uh, optimism. I, th- I think he's probably right. All right, we're going to uh, take a break and uh, come back in just a bit. I think it's time for a little bit of uh, comedic sorbet, so we'll probably play uh, one of our best of bits on the return. See you in a bit. MMR drops the green flag on Philadelphia's St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Starting early? Join Casey Boy for an Irish lunch break at the Irish Pub in Center City from noon to 2. With free calendars, green day tickets, an authentic Irish lunch menu, and Bud Light specials. Jackson Rock's Big Heads in Richboro with a live broadcast from 3 to 7. Featuring appearances by the Preston and Steve Show and Pierre Robert. And a $1,000 cash prize. Can't get out of work early? Want to party into the night? We got you covered with a Jackie Bam Bam live broadcast at Kavanaugh's Head House starting at 7 p.m. Keeping with the theme, MMR's got Green Day tickets to give away at each location for their August 29th show at Citizens Bank Park. Get all the Bud Light specials and details at WMMR.com now. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your St. Putty's Day. Okay, thanks, Kathy. I wanted to uh, just mention something. One of the callers we didn't get a chance to get to said that uh, it is not completely accurate that uh, all of our toilet paper or a lot of our toilet paper comes from China. Apparently, there are very active toilet paper mines in Western PA. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, um, well, that's, keep those people working. <laughs> yeah, those, you know, yeah. honestly, essential employees. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, uh, but uh, we are doing what we call enhanced best. We're playing hopefully some of your favorite bits. Take your mind off everything. Hopefully you will enjoy this case. What are we? What are we going to delve into right now? Well, so I found something out this morning, Steve. Uh, Brent Porsche is scheduled to go to uh, Disney World either next week or the following week. So oh boy, I could go one of two ways. Right? Yeah, um, and I think that uh, I think it's going to maybe benefit him because it uh, maybe will be less crowded there. I, I see that it, bet it, you it one hundred percent will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Go on every ride he wants. <laughs> it's like having a VIP. Bag. But the only problem there is uh, if there's less people, then there's less likely to see uh, family fights at Disney World, uh-huh. and that's what this break's all about. Oh, all right. All right, awesome. All right. Let's talk about the happiest place on Earth. It's magical. <laughs> Disney. This is Disneyland, by the way, in Anaheim. 
And there's a viral video, yes, that is uh, making the rounds of a couple of families beating the ever-loving piss out of each other for about four minutes before they finally go their separate ways. That's a long fight. It is a long fight. Is someone in a wheelchair? It's in Toontown, by the way. There was somebody on a mobility scooter. Okay, all right. uh, Kathy, but it... uh, the, the fight happens, they start to split up, then it sparks back up again, then they kind of split up, then they sp- it, it keeps going on and on. I mean, and it uh, it's it's like the uh, Andy Coffin used to do the intergender wrestling. Yep. They're brawling, mm-hmm. doesn't matter, the dude's beating on the woman. It's, I mean, oh my it's, God, wait, so that's, okay, I'm just seeing this Kathy, for the first time. Oh, the, the guy punches flying. the woman? Yeah, oh, and, uh, there's a couple of women what? beating up, it's just a, it's well, a mess. Where's not, security? Not that it's an excuse, but it, she- it kicks off, they're having words, and the woman just spits, spits right in this guy's into, face, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then okay. he just, he slugs her. But but I can't figure out who's on whose side. No, neither like, can it's, I. It's like, I'm like, oh, he's hitting her now? I thought she was with him, and it's just, it, Wait, it, who the hell knows what's going on? And then the woman in the mobility scooter gets up as if she's She can help. walk. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's miracle. A miracle. <laughs> this stupid fight between these imbeciles has caused a miracle. You know what? And there's a, there's a moment in this video where the, the, the whoever is filming this video, by the way, is laughing the whole time. She's not with them because obviously she would be getting in the <gasps> middle of this. And she's up close. But there's an older woman who gets knocked down to the ground on her back. And you hear the woman filming just laughing her ass off. And I'm like, this is... And you can hear children crying in the background. Oh, my God. God. There's it's a little kid walking around. And it's obviously this is... They're, they're, I, I will freely admit, I chuckled a few times, but the really tragic part of this here is this, this little kid is watching these adults yeah. do this yeah. and walking around with his hands up like, what's going on? Yeah. Even a kid can't figure it out. And he yeah. taps, I guess, who is his mother. Like, you know, hello, I'm yeah. here. You know, obviously he needs attention. He's upset too. And all, all the while in the background, you have the delightfully colored Toontown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Happy place. Listen, I, I understand... Uh, that things can go awry anywhere, and something somebody can have a bad day, and something can can trigger. But if you can have the presence of mind to be aware of where you are, you know, right then right? and there, you're in Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. Casey and I were in uh, Epcot, and uh-huh. we're walking. Oh, yeah. Remember that guy we yep. heard? Just being a dick, just throwing F-bombs all over the place and was just... He was throwing them back. He was drinking. He was being loud. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, just come on. Look around you. See where you are. Shut up. But some people are just... you. Can't, some people are just a-holes. It just kills me in this one because there was another one press and I forget. It was It was like a kid's park. It was like an amusement park. It very well may have been Disney, uh, Disney World. And this one's great because the woman in the mobility scooter in that one, Kathy, she doesn't get up, but she starts using her mobility scooter to join the fight. She's backing up and ramming the brawling people. So apparently this one, uh, they're all in the same family. They're all related. What? Oh, Uh, what? So this is an ongoing investigation. No arrests have been made, but uh, there was infighting that had begun outside of the park, and the fight just continued inside the park. Oh, my God. No arrests. They they all knew each other. Well, not yet, anyway, Case. They they said the investigation's ongoing. Um, but after yeah. they viewed the video, now they're they're looking exactly. at potentially. Because yeah. then that guy I goes saw on. Everything. I saw it all. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. Uh-huh. But then the guy goes on to slap another woman uh-huh. and take her to the ground. Kathy, he doesn't just slap her. I Dear mean, and God. this is horrifying. But he he gives her a haymaker. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
All I, all I heard, the, the one discernible, well, a couple of discernible things that I heard. One of them was, you hitting on my bitch. And by that, I don't think he meant punching. I mean, yeah. like you were firing on my, my girlfriend, my wife, whoever that is. His oh, bitch. God. So within the family, maybe. Maybe Something's like. going on? Yeah. That's a big guy, too. Is yeah. that a big? A couple power. of big guys. All right, hang on a second. We have someone on the line who got in a fight at Disneyland. Oh, man. This is Doug. Hi, Doug. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Doug. So, first off, this was Disneyland in California? Yes, it was. And how many years ago was this? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Probably about 12. Okay, so your father-in-law. Tell tell us the story. What happened? So, I was in a gift shop spending a little bit, maybe a little bit too much time in there. Uh, and next thing I know, he's screaming at me to come outside. We're not here for you. We're here for the kids. Mm -hmm. And I come out and keep in mind, this guy's pretty mellow most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I come out and I'm like, you know, you don't need to be yelling at me like that. You know? And I was peeled, frankly. And, um, so next thing you know, I saw an opportunity to like talk to him about it because I was like baffled. Like, what's the deal? Yeah. And I I made the mistake of putting my hands on his shoulders and oh, kind of oh, taking, taking a time to <laughs> not, I didn't, it was a time when we were kind of isolated from the rest of the group. So I said, what's the matter? And next thing you know, he says to me, he's like, do you want a knuckle sandwich? Oh. <laughs> That's, By okay. the way, that's one of the most hackneyed phrases. <laughs> Why, uh, Paluka? I'm going to suck you. I'm going to suck you right, right next to I'm by I'm putting extra bread on this knuckle sandwich, <laughs> you galoot. Why, 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 if I had half a why, <laughs> I... <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. Okay. So what? how does it progress from there? Right uh, in the snooker. Yeah. So then, uh, normally I'm pretty mellow, to be yeah. clear. I said... Go for it. Oh, you go all Rocky for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and next thing you know, he swings at, like, this half-ass uppercut. He swings at me and misses. Yeah. And by then, my my wife notices what's going on and starts screaming at him, and it all stops at that point. Okay, you know? so a swing and a miss, but that's technically, that's somebody that's a fight. trying to assault. You know, that can be considered assault, but wow. Uh, how... <laughs> What happened the rest of the day? What was the rest of the so, day like? So I straight up went over and talked to him. I was like, dude, I was like. We're in Disneyland. Really, I was really upset. Yeah. Like, this dude this dude was like a father to me. And, and so I told him straight up, like, man, we can't. Uh, I'm banging like, your daughter. I bang her all the time. <laughs> no, it wasn't like I was going to try to criticize him, obviously. But right. it was more like me trying to say, okay, whatever happened there, I'm sorry. but Yeah, uh, you reason. I don't. I don't want us to have this bad thing going on, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I got to tell you, I was kind of banged up. Like, not banged up, obviously. But mentally. I was, mentally. I was upset about it. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it just seems to me in a place <laughs> Thanks, that Doug. is completely contrary, that looks to foster well, happiness and joy. Listen, I've I've had, I, I, get, uh, I get theme park tension. Uh, I try to be aware of where I am and <laughs> mm-hmm. that it is for kids and everybody's there to have a good time. But, but... With other people and things like cutting in line or being rude, I sometimes it does get to me. And and you I, want and a piece of me? I listen. I no, honestly, yeah. it's you're 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 with a, like a group of five. Yeah, you got your yeah. whole family. Yep, and you're trying to make sure that everybody's together and we're getting where we want to be. And 
and and everybody being fair. And sometimes yes. when it's not fair, it can make you angry. Now, it's never led me down a path where I was going <laughs> to fight at a theme park. Why you? But I can see why tensions do arise in theme parks from time sometimes to time. Sometimes it seems like people have never left the house and they just don't know how to behave yeah, in public. Seriously. Right? <laughs> and you're, you're like, okay, listen, there are... There's just some unwritten rules, right? Like protocol. Yeah, yeah. protocol. You don't fire on someone else's bitch. No, you don't. <laughs> Not in Toontown. Not in Toontown, man. You take that to Epcot. Yeah. And it's so funny because sometimes I'm, uh, you know, level-headed, and other times I'm not. And I don't know. I don't necessarily get to pick and choose yeah. when I have that level head. Do you know what I mean? No, like, yeah. yeah, no. I, I know there are mean. times and, where it gets worse, and one of those times can be in an amusement park when it's hot and you got your kids, and they're. I think, Casey, I think <laughs> of your story at the 4th of July parade That's all exactly the time. That's exactly what I was thinking. And, and, and the, <laughs> bending down and addressing them as a father to kids who were who needed to be addressed by their father. But, like, you get in that mentality sometimes, and, and this I'm, is a place I'm where that can happen. you. <laughs> you can have an Independence Day from life. Oh, I totally understand. I'm going to make you independent of your life. <laughs> uh, but on the outside, everybody yeah. else hey, is like, Hey, oh what my, a good dad. Oh, you are so, Ooh. you poor thing, you're so upset you better stop crying <laughs> don't cry don't even let them know you're in pain uh, i try i try to keep in mind that uh when when encountering other people um that uh, you you don't know what kind of day that that person has had they could have had one of the worst days in their life and they're just a just a nudge away from going psycho on but you. this is this you know yeah. and you're exactly right this is there's a different dynamic and we're seeing more i i guess it's simply because there's more rec- Recording devices out there to capture these Probably, things. Probably, Steve. I don't this think stuff... that it's been going on forever. I agree. But when you start to see it, and we just had one again, we had the two mobility scooter captors. <laughs> 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 one where it's being used as a ramming device, and the other one where the woman has an epiphany: wait, I can walk. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, these family brawls that happen in a place that is supposed to be conducive to happiness. I think you're right about the uh, more cameras around because yeah. I mean, like, like uh, for example, the earthquake. Uh, we used to never see earthquake footage. No. Now you can't get away from right, it because right. everybody's got a phone or their security cameras that are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Let me go to some other calls. Uh, I am going to. Amy, who got in a fight at Disney. Hi, Amy. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. You rock. Uh, thank you, Amy. What's your story? So I was planning my family. It was me and my husband, my two kids, and my mom for 2015 in October. And I spent like a year planning this whole thing. So I wanted everything to go perfectly the way I wanted to. So, you know, tensions were high. It was hot as hell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're waiting in line and doing all this stuff, and my husband wanted to do something else. I'm like, you know, this is what we're doing, blah, 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 blah. So, I, you know, he said something, set me off. I threw a bottle of ice at him. I'm like, you want to plan this? You go ahead and you go ahead. You go to your freaking fast passes. I don't care. You know, so I walked away and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm freaking at Disney World. I can't be acting like this. But you see, your your, your mind kicked in. But I can understand. You spent all that time meticulously planning. And I think, let me ask you this, Amy. Do you think amusement parks and parks of this nature in general would benefit from having more shaded areas and more air-conditioned areas? Absolutely. Disney has plenty I'm of that Disney stuff, World though. Freak. I'm going again in in January, whatever. And but it's just it's so te- it's so full of tension, and I'm like. I'm one of those that have to plan everything, but if something happens, forget it. I lose yeah. My mind. So that's so that, you know, and, and I hate to give this to you, 
sometimes over planning is oh, yeah. is oh, the I, I, problem, I, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, it's exactly. not necessarily people that are derailing your problem. It's exactly. it's the over I mean, engineering of of the week and and yeah. Yeah. sure, of course. But yeah, I mean, it's still the, the fact that yeah. you're you're hurling a bottle of ice at right. your husband, <laughs> and in the moment when it left your hand. Did you have that epiphany? What the hell am I doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, the look on his face was like, oh, my God, I've lost my mind. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's the tension. And I can see where those people at the Disneyland guys just lost their crap. You know, it's like it's, it's tension. It's just like everything's built up. So so what, 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 what part of the park were you in when uh, when this happened? <laughs> Say that again. What part of the park were you in? What, what delightfully brightly colored characters were standing behind you? The, the bathrooms at Test Track. Okay. Test Track, that's it. Yeah, okay. He probably wanted to go to the bathroom at a time we had a Fast Pass. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. You're going to go to the bathroom when we have Fast Pass? <laughs> Are you crazy? You guys have a have a great day. Right, yeah, let me ask you, Press, because you are really good at planning things. Right. You have a whole binder of uh, of stuff ready activities, for your activities. Yeah, yep. Of activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have these expectations. What happens when these expectations are not met? I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. but you also don't plan so tightly where if something goes, something's off, it ruins your entire yeah. vacation. I, I do. Everybody come into the room, please. <laughs> I do leave a little bit of leeway to add uh, other things to do. But what I don't like is when I'm, okay, when I s- declare we're going to do this. And then, uh, you know, it's almost time to go do this. No, nah, we're going to go do that instead. I'm like, come on, man. We had a plan. Let's stick to the plan. And you, I know you. I know you and Rochelle. Uh, the, the edict from the get-go is, don't fire on someone's bitch. Yes. You know, and, 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 and that's the thing they keep. I'll tell you this, though. When you, you, I, I hate doing things on Moss. I can't stand doing things with five or six people. I hate it. Yeah. I get. I hate taking group pictures. Yeah. Where, where's Lou? Where's Eddie? Eddie, come here! He comes. It drives me crazy. I already prepped my brother for vacation. I was like, just so you know, we're taking group photos. So prepare yourself, okay? Right. He yeah. hates it. He's like, we have enough pictures. I know. I'm with you. I'm with <gasps> Steve. I will Photoshop a picture together for you. <laughs> Let me go to Alicia. Hi, Alicia. You're on the line. Good morning. Hi, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks. What's up? Um, we were on, we planned a trip. It was our first trip to Disney and I had three kids. Well, our kids were six, four and three at the time. And my husband's a former Marine and we took my mom with us to help us out. And my husband had it in his, he likes to achieve these unattainable goals, which was going to all four parks in one day. What? No, it's inhumanly possible. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, he... We did it, and we did it two out of the seven days that we were there at Disney. It was awful. We were in the middle of um, Hollywood Studios right at the Big Hat, which is gone now. Yeah. And we were screaming F-bombs. I was like, take that kid. He was like, give me this effing kid. And it was horrible. (laughs) We're having so much fun. It's just wonderful. <laughs> it's like being in Hollywood. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Got divorced in the middle of Hollywood studios. Oh my god, Alicia! How many how many days into the the seven day extravaganza was this? Oh gosh, probably like the fourth or fifth day, and wow. that was the time we went. 
We went for 10 days, and I would not recommend that to anyone. Anyone? That's too much. No, that's too much for Disney. Yeah. That is a lot. I think, ultimately, you know, uh, the um, the thing that I, I hear, and I hear coming back, you have two elements at play, the heat and, and someone who is a alpha planner. Yeah. And then when that when everything doesn't the, go as planned, the the hitting on the bitches. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> My best friend just got married a few weekends ago, and uh, she had a wedding planner. And the wedding planner sent out an itinerary for everyone, and it literally said, "Megan, wake up, shower, have coffee." <laughs> she had like twenty minutes to do that, and then it was bridesmaids arrive. They eat breakfast. Like it was down to the okay. minute. It was like four thirty eight. Speeches start. You know. Were you that wedding planner, Kathy Romano? Um, not, I mean, not okay. to the, oh, oh, was I the wedding planner yeah, for this? For Megan, no, no, yeah. no, she had an actual wedding right. planner. <laughs> Let me play a clip of a famous planner here to, to just to remind you how it can get at theme parks. I think you're all in the head. <laughs> We're 10 hours from the fun park and you want to bail out. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fun fun when they need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your asshole. <laughs> I gotta be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy <laughs> shit. Dad, you want to ask for something? Don't touch. <laughs> That's my favorite. Don't touch. First one's here. First one's to leave. What, oh, what is the key, though, to God. not do any of that? Like, I, I would say the, 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 the one overriding principle, remain fluid. Mm. Don't, you know, honestly. And also, yeah. I, I hate to say this, and it, right. if you can, everyone I know who's done it, if you're going to invest the time in these parks, try to take whatever, if you can do the, the guided tour. Or if you can do, you know, if you have the the, the resource to do it. It's or, expensive. Or, but with the yeah. apps now, take yeah. advantage of all mm. the apps, all the things that inform you when the rides are. And, and, and also take time to, to take a breather. Trying to do all four parks Mm-mm. in a day? Yeah. No, and but just, even what, like, what about just like the, like the picture situation? Like, I want pictures, my brother doesn't. So like, what do, do I, then do I just take it without my brother and don't annoy him? You know I, what I mean? Yeah, like, I think you... so. I think like Steve said, being fluid like okay. that. Mm-hmm. Look, okay. We're just, he's just not going right, to be in it. So you're you not know? in the family picture. Yeah. 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 Um, you're not, not in the, the family, family picture in front of, <laughs> and there's Goofy and he's wondering where you are. <laughs> Kath, is it? Where's your brother? <laughs> what is he, antisocial? I don't understand. Is it one set of family pictures? Because, like, when we went down the shore as a family, we had one night where we hired a photographer to meet us on the beach. Everybody got dressed in the same thing, and we... If you did that... No, no, you know what, Case, you know what it is? It's in... you get beautiful sunsets and... How many beautiful sunset well, right. family pictures do right. you have? Exactly. Just give them one. Is that the same sun from years ago? Is this no. Christopher or Jimmy? Hey, uh, it's Jimmy. And you're uh. right, Case, because uh, at one point, a few years ago when we were away, my brother turned and he said, I want to actually watch the sunset. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. need another yeah. picture with the sun half down. So if all you the way down. organize one <laughs> yeah, yeah. family photo, no, and that right. should be good enough. If you're, you're right. just tuning in, there's this big brawl at uh, Disneyland, Toontown in Disneyland. <laughs> Uh, that's racked up millions of views this morning. Uh, let me go to some other calls here real quick. I'm going to go to Allie. Hi, Allie, you are on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay. all good. Tell us your story, please. So we were getting in line for Soren, and my mom was actually, it was right before she was having a knee replacement in December. We were there in November, and I've been to Disney tons of times, never had this issue, but 
she was actually on one of the motor scooters that the woman in the video is in. <laughs> and they only go so fast. And we're in line. We're walking up. And the family behind us, their kids are like 15 and 16. And literally, they run up past us, almost bashing my mom, because they're running like they're five-year-olds, which if they were five-year-olds, I get it. They're excited. <laughs> so my dad made a comment. He's like, oh, come on. That's not right. Really? So... The mom, they were like a really deep South family, so they had a really thick Southern accent. Right. And the mom's like, come on back, Lorraine. Like, just come on back. And then the kids come back, and the mom whispers under her breath, and she's like, well, it's not my fault. Some people are just too lazy to walk. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, why would you even say that? I, my inner South Philly girl, whatever you want to call it, was <laughs> triggered. <laughs> and so what did you do? Thank God my boyfriend was behind me because I zipped around so fast. And I was just like, what did you say? Almost got in her face. And I was like, say it again. My boyfriend's pushing me forward. It Thank again. God he's a level-headed one. Uh, he's uh, pushing me. Oh, yeah. No, all right. And then, Allie, did you have to stand in line with those people next to you the, the rest of the time waiting for the ride? No. I honestly, they must have cameras set up and observe this stuff like crazy. Because as soon as we got to the part where they were kind of splitting people off, yeah. There was room for at least six more people where we were going, but they broke them off from us and literally peeled them off into, like, another room. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because go I would have turned around and said, which one of these are the products of incest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, thanks, Allie. So, that was the day I learned that I get triggered at your mama joke. <laughs> thanks, Allie. Um, yes. People just don't understand. When you get into these lines, once you get into the shoot... Yeah. That's your spot in line. And yep. you're and you're with the if you yep. are going to throw down or you're gonna have a verbal mm-hmm. um I- I- exchange with mm-hmm. the people around you, you're gonna be with them for about an hour and a half, two hours. If you want to be in front of those people, yeah. then you need to beat them to the shoot. Once you get to the shoot, you are behind them on no matter what. And guess what? You're gonna be waiting anyway. By the, so you can yeah. rush all you want. You're gonna get to you're gonna get to a jam a jam up at some point. Yep. And you're just gonna have to stand there. So if it takes you five minutes to get to that jam up or two minutes to get to the jam up, it doesn't matter. What is Soren, by the way? Oh, it's this like virtual reality ride where you you feel like you're flying all over the world. It's really? not there it's, anymore. No, it is. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They we closed just couldn't it. ride it when we, we were there. They they That's were upgrading right. it. It's you were telling me how great it was. Yeah. Uh let me go to another call and we gotta take a break. I'm gonna go to Jesse. Hey Jesse. Hi, good morning. How hey. are you? Doing good. So what's your uh, your Disney story you wanted to share? So my husband and I were arguing in the parking lot and we were unloading all the kids from the car. The driver's side door and the passenger side door was open. He was on the driver's side, I was on the passenger side. He throws his like water bottle into the car and it ricocheted <laughs> and hit me like right in the chest. Oh. So I start freaking out. The people in the car next to us who are unloading uh, speaking like full-blown French. We have no idea what they were saying, but they were freaking out. We go to get onto the tram to go to the boat to get into the Magic Kingdom. Right. They start talking full-blown English, talking about how my husband was beating me in the parking lot. <laughs> so by the time we got into the Magic Kingdom, now there's cops looking for us. Because so they, they, they like, think you're being you're being, um, you're being being battered. You're being attacked right, by your husband. Right. Yes. But I mean, it, was, it was nothing like that. He just chucked the water bottle in the car and it ricocheted. So now we're like, blown felons like in, in line put hats off hoodie on hoodie off like incognito everywhere we went until probably like four o'clock in the afternoon 
they finally like came up to us like are you okay do you need help is he like are you being held hostage and i was like whoa it is not even like that so did they did they sort of border collie they border collie you away from him to ask you and then you you have to respect the fact that they were doing that yeah they that's had to actually the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good I thing. Mean, we were literally like on the run. Like, what are you on? Hey, Jesse, when 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 hang, hang on when when they when he threw the bottle into the car and it hit you, did you did you exclaim or go hey? You know, or uh, why would these um, people think that he was abusing you? I don't know because well, we were yelling at each other, but and I probably didn't oh, react to the Yeah, okay, like, so it seemed like a, a like a fight. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. like, we're from South Jersey, so there was a lot of equitive. <laughs> <laughs> the way any family would, the way my family certainly would have. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, we were on the run in Disney World for like eight hours. That you, you're, you're literally, yeah, you're you're eluding the law while you're having the time of your life. Well, at this one in Disneyland, th- this brawl goes on for like four minutes. Before oh, yeah, any security steps in. And, I always heard that they like they immediately have people that descend that they're yeah. every part of the park is being observed and that they have. Guess uh, not. There's, yeah. there's usually, I mean, they're like the custodians or whatever, somebody that can yeah. call security in there. The video is up on PrestonSteve.com if you want to check it out. But I was surprised at, at this, like this really slow response time. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So hap- <laughs> happiest place on earth. Uh, very, very interesting. All right. Well, thanks for your stories. We appreciate it. So, uh, we have a lot going on today. I want to take a break and be back in just a moment. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Alright, so this is weird. Uh, Normally, the Bizarre File this morning would have been brought to you by Monster Mania Con. Uh, which was supposed to be going on this weekend. Yes. That has been postponed. Yes. All right, so uh, Monster Mania Con will not be going on in Cherry Hill this weekend. Uh, it has been postponed to August. It looks like August 14th to the 16th. But remember the pleasant things we're saying about them yes. because uh, that will hold true in just a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a couple months. They always put on a, a, a great event. So. so MonsterMania.net is the website. You can go there, check out their Facebook page for all other updates. But uh, just wanted to announce that Monster Mania has been postponed until August. Here's your bizarre file. We're going to begin uh, with B-File stories. Like I said, I did a double shot earlier this morning. Each story I did, it had another one that was kind of a companion story that had something similar with it. So we'll start with uh, snake stories. Snakes. I got two snake stories. All right. A Tennessee woman said she is forever grateful for her pit bull after the dog intervened before a venomous snake could bite her outside her home. Hala McCormack said it was dark when she got home from work, didn't see the copperhead. That was lurking in a leafy corner corner by the stairs leading to her door. Hey, Copperhead. She said it was coiled back so it was going to strike. And that's when McCormack's pit bull, Arlo, sprung into action. She said he got there before I could go any further. And he grabbed it by the tail and just started shaking it. She said while he was shaking it... While she was, he was shaking it, it bit his face. It, oh. it got him uh, three times for sure, possibly four. Uh, Arlo killed the snake, but he was uh, seriously hurt and was rushed to a local pet hospital for treatment. Uh, she said his neck was super swollen. Uh, it made his eye almost completely swollen shut. Copperhead venom is rarely deadly to humans, 
but it can be fatal to small animals. Uh, bites took the crap load of treats. Uh, bites can be more dangerous if the venom reaches their facial area. Arlo was given anti-venom pain medication and CBD oil, mm. and he is expected to recover. Now, another snake story. Toronto's sewer snake became the talk of the town on Tuesday. I'm a snake, eh? The massive, the massive python was found slithering up from a sewer grate at a gas station in Toronto. However, uh, things have taken another weird twist as the family who claimed that the sewer grate snake was their missing pet have come to realize the snake is, in fact, an imposter and not their beloved pet snake after all. What kind of devious snake tries to pass themselves off as another family snake? At first, the family was thrilled when they heard that a large python was found. Arlo! And the discovery of the creature just killed three, uh, I'm sorry, just three kilometers uh, from their home led the family to believe that the snake must be their missing pet, an 11-month-old ball python named Monty who had vanished vanished from their home in June. Now, upon hearing the news of the snake discovery, the family rushed to their local animal services to retrieve their pet who had gone missing their home. What did it say on the snake collar? Uh, relieved and excited to have found Monty, the family took their snake home without so much as a second thought. However, that same night, Monty started showing signs of unusual behavior. Samantha Sinella, whose 18-year-old son purchased the snake, noticed the snake lifting up hollow logs in its aquarium, something Monty had never done before. Upon closer examination of some older photos... Of Monty and his unique patterns, the family realized this snake was not actually Monty after all. Come here, come here. I don't think that's Monty. <laughs> so the family named the imposter snake Sneaky Pete hmm. and are now in the process of trying to find his real owners as well as locate their own still-missing python. Now, after seeing a post on Facebook from a man searching for his missing python, Sinella was feeling hopeful. However, Sneaky Pete was also not that man's lost python. So there's a whole plethora of missing snakes. All over Toronto. Now, do they put a description in the paper? Long and beady eyes. Their quest to locate the city's missing snakes and owners led Sinella to wonder how many pythons are loose in the sewers of Toronto. Uh, while they wait to find his real owner, the family are caring for Sneaky Pete, who seems extremely happy in his new home. Aww, so, all right. running around and playing. Yep. All right, let me see. Uh, next, we will have... Uh, let me see. How about uh, stupid people doing stupid things? I love right. this. That's their connection, okay? Uh, a man has been arrested for assaulting a Little Caesars manager, all because he was unhappy with his pizza. Uh, the attack was caught on camera. Irate customers. That's uh, against store policy, right? The irate customer first called the com- to complain about his pizza, but even after he was told that he could get a refund or a new pizza, he showed up at that Little Caesars more upset. I want blood. The manager, Kelsey Beckwith, said, I've been doing this for 12 years and not a day in my life. I've never had a customer lash out at me that bad, especially over a $5 pizza. <laughs> $5? Police say Joseph Thorpe is the man who got so mad that his pizza had Italian seasoning on it instead of Parmesan. <laughs> really? God. Then he returned to the store and slapped her in the face. She said he threw his pizza on the counter, told me he was going to beat everyone's butt in the store. I got my coworker to call the police because he was threatening everyone. Got mental issues. I was getting ready to refund his money, and next thing you know, I turned back towards him. He legit stepped into it, brought his hand back as far as he could, and slapped the crap out of me. Seconds later on nine on the 911 call, you could hear Beckwith screaming in pain. Uh, Beckwith says customers and coworkers helped her off the ground and got her ice for her cheek. One of the customers got the license plate of the car, and they managed to get him. He was charged with assault and battery and sentenced to 20 days behind bars. Now, another guy doing something stupid. A man was arrested after he allegedly stabbed somebody over an argument about subway seat etiquette. 
Oh, they're going to say Subway sandwiches. And then allegedly stabbed a second good Samaritan who tried to stop him from running away. Police say the incident happened at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday aboard a southbound A train in Manhattan when victim Steve Williams asked suspect Ronald Clint, uh, Cundiff to remove his bag from his seat so he could sit down when Cundiff refused. They ended up in a struggle, and Cundiff allegedly pulled out a knife and stabbed Williams in the abdomen. I think I'm going to need to stab you. Cundiff then uh, got off the train at the next station and fled on foot with Williams chasing him. Please, I'm on my way to Little Caesars. Joined in the chase, and a good Samaritan, Nicholas Kai, saw this happening, attempted to stop Cundiff. Cundiff then allegedly stabbed Kai before finally being stopped and tasered by cops. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm going to describe this guy as antisocial. So Williams uh, told the news that he has diabetes, and he recently had surgery on his foot, so he wanted a seat on the train. Cundiff was taking up three seats, one for himself, one for his backpack, and one for a grocery bag. Mm. Well, that is kind of obnoxious he to said two or three leave your pe- bags on a seat. Two or three people had come onto the train and asked him for a seat, but he refused. I asked him, but he didn't answer, so I said I would hold his bag until I got off at my stop. I lifted his bag, and then he grabbed me around the throat. You bag grabber. I grabbed him back by his shirt, and then he pulled his uh, knife and stabbed at me four times. He hit me once in the side. Jesus. I backed away, and somebody said, you're bleeding. Uh, Kai said he was trying to hold Cundiff when he was stabbed in the left shoulder. Police say that Cundiff has been charged with two counts of assault in the case. A lunatic. So yeah. who's the bigger lunatic? The Pete? The, uh... Pizza guy is pretty... Uh, I don't know, but pulling out a knife, knife. that's thats uh, another level. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, we have to wrap it up there, Case? Yes, sir. All right. There you go. And that's what I have in the Bizarre File, the Double Shot Bizarre File. I love it. Way. Thank you. We'll see what happens tomorrow, my friends. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ten oh seven in the morning, and um, you know more like developments as uh, as the hours and the minutes go by. We're seeing what's going on. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. keep you abreast of everything, and then you want to make sure everything's being uh, validated and verified. But uh, again, we say just re- you know remain uh, you know. Vigilant. Well, here's the deal. If you have any big plans that coming yeah. up over the next few days, you might want to check on that because uh, apparently there was a big concert at the Wells Fargo Center tonight that has yeah. been postponed. Uh, Nick, you have details on I that do. by any chance? Yeah, so the Wells Fargo Center is closing uh, today for cleaning. Uh, it is This is a reschedule for the concert that was going to be there tonight. Right. Uh, this just was announced through the Wells Fargo Center and through NBC, uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, so this is now official. Um, the Wells Fargo Center is reacting uh, to the NBA's announcement from last night uh, because of the NBA who, uh, player who's tested positive for coronavirus. So um, the Wells Fargo Center closed today, and uh, tickets for the concert tonight will be honored, and uh, and that date will be re- rescheduled. So you're going to see uh, that, you know, and, and stuff like that happening over the next couple of days. And, and as Dr. Mike told us earlier, for the next couple of months, there's going to be some revisions to schedules Obviously, as you said, Casey, it's good to just check ahead of any event you might be going to. Yeah. The mindset being that it's probably better to avoid large crowds. There'll be more information as we heard it. A lot of stuff, you know, with the president's address last night and everything being imparted, people taking a second look at everything and their schedules. Okay, it makes sense. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll proceed. And speaking of proceeding, uh, we have some business to get to right now, correct? Yeah, we do have a lesson question for this morning and uh, opportunity for you to win a pair of tickets as MMR rocks highly suspect at Franklin Music Hall. That's uh, not for another month and a half or so. 
So uh, right now, that, that concert's still going on. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so, uh, Nick, you have questions I here? I do indeed, yes. The uh, quote-unquote relationship between Dr. Mike and Kathy is strictly on what level? <laughs> the relationship between Dr. Mike and Kathy Romano is on what level? All right, 215-263-WMMR. Call in now, see if we can get that right, and we'll see if we can get you those tickets. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And the Hollywood Trash this morning brought to you by Acme, Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve show. What's going on, Steve? Well, New York Supreme Court Judge James Burke yesterday sentencing 67-year-old Harvey Weinstein to 23 years in prison for his crimes. According to sources, Weinstein so believed he would be found innocent and released that he had already put summer tennis balls on his walker. Heidi Klum fell ill on Tuesday with food poisoning, forcing her to leave the set of America's Got Talent. The other judges became aware of the issue when Klum whispered to them that she had made a, quote, dookie strudel in her yoga pants. Oh, my God. (laughs) Weird. Weird story, right? (laughs) And finally, Cardi B posting a candid video on Instagram saying because she's out in public so much, she's nervous about the coronavirus. Cardi B did admit, however, she is confident that if she does get it, her many STDs would kill it. Oh. And that's your coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, you're all your trash. That's your coronavirus. I know. I, I'm, I'm looking at coronavirus on my friend there. I actually thought you did that on purpose. Yeah. Well, let's just say I did. Uh, yes, Call it did. even. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the question was asked just a little while ago. Uh, Nick, what was that question again? Kathy and Dr. Mike's uh, relationship, quote unquote, relationship is strictly on what level? Yes. All right. True. So uh, we are going to go to, looks like uh, Rich got in first on line five. Rich, are you there? Hey. 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 Rich, you have an answer for us? It's platonic. Strictly over the blouse. Yes. Right now it is. All right. (laughs) Congratulations, Rich. I'm going to put you on hold real quick. I almost just dropped that call. But uh, you're on hold and you have just won yourself a pair of tickets. It's MMR Rocks Highly Suspect at Franklin Music Hall on Saturday, April 25th. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Uh, right. <laughs> music News is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salis University, offering quality care. For your hearing and balance needs, their expert audiologist will help you hear your best. For more information, visit salisuhealth.com slash PEI. Kathy's got the news. What's going on, Kathy? Allison Chains guitarist Jerry Cantrell has apparently returned to the studio to continue working on a new solo album. The upcoming LP will be his third solo effort. On Tuesday night, Cantrell posted on Instagram photo of several guitar racks at the Dave's Room Recording Studio in North Hollywood, California. He included the message, it's time to make the rock. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yes. How do you wow. spell that? R-A-A-W-W-W-K-K-K. All right. K-K-K. Always That's... good to put that in copy. Yeah, you might want to add... Either add or subtract one of those K's. (laughs) If you liked any of the solo work that I did or the work with Alice, I'm sure you might like some of this stuff, too. Don't go to www.kkk.com. No. It's um, a bad idea. Seriously, uh, add or subtract just one of those, and then I think you'd be all right. Although he's worked as a solo artist in the past, Cantrell uh, says that there's something magical about being in a band. He also says there in one of his postings, Heil Rock. (laughs) (laughs) 
Papa Roach has been forced to cancel the last five concerts on its current European tour due to the outbreak of the new coronavirus. The band announced the cancellation on Wednesday, writing, unfortunately, due to the coronavirus, COVID-19, and the latest government restrictions of public gatherings, our concerts in Paris, Tilburg, Dusseldorf, Hamburg, and Copenhagen have been canceled by the local government authorities. The if, statement... If, if you want to sound extra cool, Kathy, you include the COVID-19, just to, so, so you seem yeah. well-informed. Yeah. You know, yeah, well-informed, exactly. Right. The statement added that the group was working to reschedule the shows as information was updated, adding, please be patient as we navigate through these necessary precautions. Hold on to your ticket, and we will add a few more cities. Thank you. Uh, thank you to all of you who came out to see us. Wash your hands and be safe. KKK. Pearl Jam postponed their upcoming tour over growing coronavirus concerns as well. They posted a Q&A on their website answering some sought-after questions. Will tickets purchased for the postponed shows be valid for rescheduled dates? They say yes, all tickets will be honored for the new show dates. Those who are unable to make the show will have the option of getting their ticket refund, uh, refunded. Refunds will take place at your point of purchase. Uh, will the European, tour sh- uh, European shows get postponed? Given the rapidly changing situation, they say we feel it is too far out to postpone the European shows. Uh, they, they reference leg one of their tour, but does that mean there will be a leg two? They say, yes, we hope so. Yeah, so I was supposed to go see them in Phoenix. I bought those tickets, and uh, I'm probably just going to have to get a refund because I doubt I'll be able to get out to Phoenix to see them another time, which is too bad. Uh, there's, you know, people travel to see this band, but you, you totally understand why. And that was your first question when you heard of it. So yeah. uh, they, they have that on their website, and they, they answered a bunch of other questions. So uh, if you're, you're interested. People, you know, people are, are sensitive, and, and I understand that. And, and a, a lot of people were disappointed that they made this decision. But I also understand, and, and it speaks to this band's um, passion about their fans, because they were at a, a concert festival 20 years ago and watched nine people die at that show. You know, so this yeah. band takes its the health of its uh, people attending and, and the well-being and the safety of those people attending into uh, serious consideration, and then they're, they're, they're uh, very sensitive to it. How is the secondary market for tickets? I mean, uh, you know, you could, you know, get a refund, but... Um, Maybe sell them down the road or something would, like you know, that? I don't know. It's a good question. Hey, if you hold on it, yeah. to them for, for the rescheduled date and see yeah. if you can get... If you, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's quite possible. But again, this happens to be one of those bands where you will yeah. find a sizable par- portion of the audience has traveled from... Far-flung areas. Right, yeah. And it's just like everything else going on in the world right now. It's just really fluid. So, I, I, you know, I think people, myself included, won't rush to make any decisions. So I could have left this story out, but I thought it was funny, so I'm including it. Five-finger death punch singer Ivan Moody went into detail during an interview with the Talk and Rock with Meltdown podcast about recently becoming a grandfather at the age of 40. Five-finger death punch? Uh, well, who's this now? Ivan Moody. He's, uh, he's a, a grandfather at 40. At 40 years oh old. Oh, my God. Oh, my God is right. So does it indicate how old he was when he became a father? He so was five. So <laughs> Moody's oldest daughter was born in 1998. All right, okay. so do the math. The math. That's 22 years ago, so he was 18. Yeah. 18. Okay. Asked how it felt to be a grandfather, Moody answered, it's really what you leave behind, to know that my kids are coming of an age when they're having their own kids. This is the weirdest part. My youngest daughter is seven years old, so she's an aunt. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was, uh, I was actually an uncle when I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Your yeah. older brother? My older brother, yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, he had, a, he had a kid. There was a guy in my homeroom who's, uh, I can't remember if his uncle, yeah, his uncle was a year younger than us. Okay. So we had, uh, because they had such a large family. Right, right. Uh, he was like, I think, one of 13 or 14 kids. So, uh, And I had a similar friend whose 
uh, whose niece was only a year younger than him. On the date of my confirmation, I became a mother. No. Yeah, which oh, was wow. totally weird. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So are you a grandmother yet? Yeah, right now I am, yeah. That's so great. my uh, grandmother had four children. She had three children. And then her oldest had a baby, and then she had her fourth child. Well, that's actually oh, wow. the most normal story in your family. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm surprised you could even <laughs> trace the lineage <laughs> solidly of any one of your family members. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, family. in fact, you're probably related to somebody in Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> the so only upside on... of, of having a child that has a, a baby that young is that you are then yep. a younger grandparent. Uh, yeah, and you can be a, a helpful grandparent. So uh, Ivan Mooney went on to say that I really dig it, but at the same time, not really willing to accept the grandpa term yet. Well, you know, like, oh, my God, you look so young, and your, your child's obviously a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, and that's right. what I have for you in music news this All morning. Right. Thanks a lot, Kathy. Uh, we are doing pretty well on time, so we are going to take a break and come back and wrap up the show with Pierre and the letter of the day and all that uh, other good stuff. We'll see you in a bit. MMR rocks your St. Patty's Day with a huge MMR party and a live 3 to 7 broadcast with Jackson at Big Heads in Richborough. Presented by Bud Light. Featuring two seventy-five Bud and Bud Light drafts, $3 Ultra Bottles, and $4 Bud Light Seltzers. The Preston and Steve Show drops in from 3 to 5 with some traditional St. Patty's Day contests and lots of prizes, including $1,000 cash. Pierre Robert arrives ever so slightly behind. Rocking up Jackson's broadcast from 5 to 7 with tickets to see Green Day, August 29th, every 20 minutes. Don't miss it. Spend St. Patty's Day with Preston and Steve, Pierre and Jackson at Big Heads in Richboro. Hit up WMMR.com for complete details, including a lunch break with Casey Boy at the Irish Pub and a nightcap broadcast with Jackie Bam Bam at Kavanaugh's Headhouse. All presented by Bud Light. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your St. Patty's day wrapping up the day today it's been a wild week there have been a lot of things that uh have been going on behind the scenes here as we're juggling all this sort of stuff as new information comes out of the changing environment and dealing with the uh obviously the corona stuff and all that other thing everything's as again i love what dr mike said earlier you know prepare but don't panic everything will work out a little bit of an inconvenience here and there and before you know it uh, you know, we'll be back to uh, to, to uh, normal parameters, whatever normal was for yeah. us. The new normal. Uh, I mean, that's, the new normal. That's yeah. what people do. And perhaps a new and enhanced normal that allows us to be a little bit more cautious every flu season yeah. and, uh, and, and move ahead with that. So, Preston, I'm with you on that. I you love like that. that? Yes. yes, right? That's there a good thing. There well, will it, be upsides to all this for sure. And it blew your mind earlier, Kathy, when I said the year you got the swine flu, how many people in 17, the country? 17,000 people died. But wow. it, and, and it was nary a blip on most people's radar. Mm. So take that w- w- for what you will. And um, Preston, hopefully, back in tomorrow. Yeah, we'll nobody's really checked is. in with him. We, we wanted, wanted to let him rest. Yeah. Yep. So, and uh, obviously, we're going to try to follow what uh, you know, uh, practice what we preach, and make sure he doesn't come in if he's really at a level of contamination. Right now, we're not quite sure. Uh, we have a contingent heading down to Florida. Yeah. We'll see how that pans out. We don't know who will 
who will be down there. Uh, it's, it Whoever looks like right now it's be Kathy and Marissa right now. <laughs> we'll see what evolves. And uh, is Pierre going to make it in today or no? Well, I, you know, I, I know what the letter is. All right. Uh, so I'm not anticipating him being here in time. Uh, Pancake has given me the uh, I don't know either. So And the stink eye, too, at the and same the time. Eye, yeah. So, so All right. So let's proceed with uh, with that stuff, and then we'll wrap up. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. Uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E, as in Ebola. And, uh, <laughs> which was another pandemic. There's that yep. too. And that was what, 2010? <laughs> yep. Yeah. So we've got uh, four letters, one more to get a, a four pack of tickets for the. Uh, all four of the Ticket to Rock 2020 shows at BB&T Pavilion. So that's Breaking Benjamin, Bush, and Theory of a Dead Man, MMRBQ, Corn of Faith No More, and Megadeth and Lamb of God. This exclusive multi-show package to the hottest rock tours of the summer started just $69 at LiveNation.com. All right. A special thanks today, Dr. Mike Sariglietta from Fox 29 and, of course, uh, from Penn Medicine. He was on for almost a, a full half hour with us today and did a great job. Yeah. And if you're listening, um, you know, obviously you can see everything. Follow him on uh, Watch. He's going to be all over Fox 29. And we'll post that interview on our podcast page, Steve. People were asking if it was going to be online. And, okay. uh, yes, it will be because we, we can um, – people can reference it. It's a good reference source. And, again, salient advice. Yeah. Don't panic. You, you get – you know, learn, learn what you Plan. should probably be doing. Clean your hands, proper hygiene, all the stuff that you know you probably should have done every flu season. Yeah. We'll serve you. And we'll get through this. He's a great doctor. He is a great doctor. He is a great doctor. And they say that, you know, a doctor's only as good as as his patient. But uh, that's not true when it comes to him. I mean, he is so good. I thought you were going to say then that makes us really good, No, we're horrible people. (laughs) I mean, the guy actually heats up his stethoscope. You can't beat that. Mm -mm, He heats up his lube. All (laughs) that stuff. The whole thing, absolutely. He trims his his, uh, probing finger. Uh, It's his fingernail. It's all good. So uh, we have, um, uh, obviously, the best of intentions of having... uh, Precedent tomorrow, we will have uh, people down, uh, some people down in uh, Clearwater for whatever will be happening down in some Clearwater. Some sort of broadcast some sort will of something. come from Clearwater. And it will be interesting. Perhaps it'll be tourism for Clearwater. Yeah. Uh, but whatever it is, it will be fun and we're set to go. Uh, so that will be it for today. we got to thank our sponsors, Case. Yes, so uh, today the President Steve Show has been brought to you by HERS. You can get back into your snack form this spring uh, training with hers, and then also brought to you by Auto Lenders. Visit Auto Lenders' newest location in Exton, PA, with over 3,000 vehicles to choose from on autolenders.com. A smarter way to buy a car. All right. And on, as I said before, tomorrow's show, we're going to be uh, doing all things baseball, happiness, the return of Preston, hopefully. Yeah. Or there'll be a triage here. <laughs> so it'll be something. It's too uh, late, Pierre. Uh, and uh, Pierre just ran. Well, Pierre, Pierre, then just I quickly. gotta pause this. Hang on yeah. a second. Go ahead, Pierre. Hi, well, Pierre Robert. I Robert's just here. wanted to say it's E. Oh. <laughs> e, as in, as in Ebola. Ebola. Okay. All right. right. <laughs> Anything on your show today, Pierre? That we need to know about workforce blocks of Incubus, Little Feet, and Blink One Eighty Two. Little Feet. Uh, oh. All right. Nice. Paul uh, Billy Payne's birthday today. Nice. And Pierre will keep you uh, happy and smiling and centered. All right, and non panicky. All right. That's it for us right now. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Rage on. Rage on. Rage on. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. To be calm, the main thing here is to not get stuck. Don't get stuck. Next message. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. N is for anywhere and anytime at all. Listen to Preston and Steve. (laughs) Next message. I wake up this morning to three people calling out of work 
because they're sick with the flu. And I'm trying to get to work early so that I can try and get everybody rescheduled and everything gets covered. <sighs> and I'm behind two school buses. Two. I cannot. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. For the latest in Overwatch League action, check out The Owl's Nest with me, Robbie Landis, and my co-host, Jake Lyon. Find new episodes every Friday at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.